Turn that bass up. <clears throat> Turn up that bass. Fine. You want a podcast? Fuck it. Fine. Here. Here you go. Here it is. Here's guys. your fucking podcast, everybody. <laughs> you fucking tell them. Every week. Well, the problem is the one where you took a week off and we lost like a ton of listeners the next week. So we're in a. When did we take a week off? I don't know. Somewhere. It was a long. It wasn't like a long, long time ago, but you went somewhere or I went somewhere or something. Yeah, it was like six, seven months ago. Yeah. But. Oh, Oh, we can't. I mean, we didn't. We didn't. Whatever. It's 10 percent or something. But whatever. And we get look, we got them back. But it took a global pandemic, George (laughs) Floyd and Dalia to get and guys we are laughing all the way to to Roman.com. And we're laughing all the way to the light phone too. Um Bianca emotional check in. How's it going? Me? Yeah. Cause we always get right into like Things. The, the news and uh there's always so much to say emotionally well i'm gonna be honest i'm really starting to sink in that i may not make it to my wedding we don't have to go into it i'm just saying that's emotionally pissing me off <laughs> yeah emotionally especially when i start reading the news and i realize how and i know i'm you know people are dying i'm not trying to make light of it but uh-huh. when i hear the news and it's like None of this had to happen. It's upsetting me and my homegirl. Yeah. Um, I read. Sorry, I, Keith is yeah, eating Keith. some pussy downstairs. <laughs> Keith is going to town. That. He's going. Show him what Papa taught you, Keith. Um, Keith is going down on some somebody, <laughs> something. Somebody just someone's yeah, downstairs. Somebody. Keith has a date. It's going pretty well, it sounds like. Keith is drinking water, I think. Um, okay, so I, I just, it's annoying me that. By the Donald way, and Trump's I would like to point out wedding. that it is, guys, it's important to do it as loudly as you can when you're down there. Really. Wait, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Big slurps. Anyhow, so it's annoying you that you can't go to. Well, no, Austria. but it just it, what's annoying me is that Donald Trump literally affected my yeah, like direct effect. Yeah, so to all the people again, when everyone's like, doesn't matter who you vote for, is it? No, it it sure does. Um, also, I was watching and reading, and they were saying that in the next three weeks is going to be really bad for America, and a lot of people are going to die in the next weeks. People who aren't sick right now are going to be dead in three weeks. Wow, that's... <laughs> so it's some Final Destination shit? It was scary. It was like Fauci and then somebody else, and they were just like, the next three weeks for America are going to be the worst we've seen. Yeah, I mean, this is... The, but this three, is... these three weeks in particular, there are people who are alive, who aren't sick, who have no symptoms, and who are perfectly healthy. Walking that... around... Living their lives, and doing podcasts. <laughs> Wait, planet mad about trips. Wait, what? Uh oh, I got the yeah. antibody. Okay. Oh, you do. Um, That's right. But they're going to be dead in three weeks. That's really sad, man. Knock on wood. So I don't know. Something about it is bumming me out, and it makes me want to escape and not come back for a while. Because it's like, well, at least if I got trapped in Europe now, 
it'd be a better better place to be. Yeah. But nah, it's just, I don't know. It's upsetting me and my home I, it, I, it's I'm sure. I don't doubt that. But um, how are you? Mentality. I'm good. How's I don't, your, I mean, I was gonna, I'm doing a thing, uh, uh, sh- docu-series. <clears throat> Guys, Doc Watch paid off. Um, and, <laughs> but I'm not gonna do it. <clears throat> I'm not gonna do it until there's a vaccine, I don't think. Because there's just no point. I don't want to interview people and then kill them. Or you because die. Because I, or I die. But I'm not gonna die. Come on. But I mean, me. does it worry you that me and Will are here? No, because no, you've got the antibodies and Will. I don't know. I don't <laughs> I don't know. It's also, I Dirty keep the windows Will. open. Oh, yeah. Well, you do. When you guys are here. Um, it's like one window in a three-story house. Yeah. <laughs> that makes all the difference. I spoke to Dr. Fauci, <laughs> and it, he said one window's fine. Um, um, I... I <laughs> Um, so that's why I only open one window. In fact, I close a few when you guys are on your way. Uh, I did want to do a baby binks apologize. Oh yeah. Go baby ahead. Binks. So a few of my friends brought it to my attention that about the Megan, the stallion. Yeah. You know, one on one hand for the record, I didn't make any jokes about it, but that's not the point point is that the point they were making was that you know I didn't put my foot down enough and be like hey not cool it's my girl Meg and because I feel like I do take a stand for like you know mm-hmm. black issues black community black justice for black people people of color whereas I'm like oh fuck them you're yeah. just like well, going to a clan, black late, people fuck them especially for my them. clan rally and so I do feel like there is some thing hypocritical and if I am gonna you know I march every week and I do all this stuff but then I don't know I think it has to do with one we're really numb to celebrities mm-hmm. so when something bad happens to them it's like eh, you don't think about it as much that's yeah. in general also which I, but they get millions of dollars they do there's a payoff for appearances there's a payoff so, okay. but in the if we zoom in, I think if Jennifer Aniston got shot in the foot, I don't think there'd be that many jokes. I'm not talking right, about you. But I'm if talking Cardi about Cardi B did, there would be. Yeah, but what does that mean? It means that she's on the record as saying she used to drug men <laughs> and steal their money. It's like get, it's it's getting it how they live, getting it how you live, so to speak. We're back to that. But, you know, this does go back to our conversation with violence against women. You're not that, it's not that funny. You know what I mean? It's no. Of course it's not that right. funny. Right. No, I but know you don't I think don't, it's funny. But it's somebody who's like, women get shot all the time. Proportionally, it's, there's a stat. It's like 80% men get shot. Right. Uh, and B, if you're, we didn't make fun of her getting shot. We made fun of her having a horse name. Well, that was you. Yes, um, I, yes, <laughs> of course. Fine, I'll take all the blame on that. And then you asked last week, have there ever been any funny Well, I was like, is, fun, is shooting yes. funny? Like, I don't... Raiders of the Lost Ark, great gunshot. No. There, we did, uh, there is, it's the th- a fucking What I funny. mean is that those were all... Those, that, so that scene is funny, so I left. But I mean in reality. What do you mean? Well, she didn't get shot in a movie. No, but I don't... But all celebrities in our heads are living movies all the time. So, well, anyways, my point was that I did see how it was a little bit hypocritical of me too. 
I just think it's a fake rule that people what? are just making up and going like, you, no, I've drawn the line now because, Megan, you can make fun of 50 Cent getting shot, but you can't make fun of, it's like, people get, made, people, we make fun of all kinds of shit. Will Smith got cheated on and everybody made fun of him. Yeah, I, I mean, the, I, it's, it's a random rule that the, you can't make fun of Megan the Stallion getting shot. And again, nothing about the shooting. It's literally, it was all horse name jokes. No, for sure. You were just making like weird dad jokes, uh-huh. which I was like, I didn't even think about Megan. I was like, what's wrong with mm-hmm. Neil? Um, but <laughs> yeah, you let me. I'm got. I have to take a dementia test. I was like, <laughs> find the elephant. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, I just think, not hypocritical for us, but for me, I feel like I do want to elevate black women and have that bar not be so... I do think people shit on black women more, you know? And I, I think if Jennifer Anderson got shot, I don't think we make as many jokes as... What if, uh, what if her name was Megan... Azalea got shot in the foot? Yeah, people make jokes. Mm-hmm. I think What's there's the a difference? Baseline. No, there's nothing. That's what I'm saying. There's a there's a baseline of just certain celebrities that we yeah. take the piss. We're just like, yep. that's funny. Yep. For some reason, Megan Thee Stallion didn't translate. That wasn't that funny to me, but it wasn't Well, us. she's named after male horse. Go ahead. Okay, okay. But uh, for me, I do think it wasn't us. I mean, she literally made a video that said, I don't understand how this is funny to people. So yeah. clearly a lot of people made jokes and made light of it. And that's what made me think. I'm like, damn, we are so desensitized, desensitized to shit like that, that not everybody realized like this person's reading this and saying like, how is this? They're memes that I got shot. You know, we don't know how traumatic it was for her or whatever. Yeah. But so anyways, I think I, I don't know. I think there was something hypocritical about me standing up for black rights and black women, da, 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 but then, not really. I will not. I did not ask for this apology, and I will not accept it. <laughs> I'm not apologizing to you. <laughs> I'm not accepting this apology. But they played the-, the song. Well, look, we'll play the song, and uh, Neil's gonna reject the apologize. <laughs> but the on the other hand, uh, two people hit me up on Instagram, kind it's of scolding me. Fake ar- It's a fake. It's a fake argument. It's a also- fake random. All of a sudden, now you can't. Everyone's trying to. Here's what I'll say to all these people. They're going to come for you eventually, person. So unless you're pitching a perfect game, unless your life is squeaky clean, I would suggest shutting the fuck up. Because all the people that they're coming for, or or all the people that all the scolders are going to get scolded. Well, that was the weird thing. So someone hit me up about the Megan thing. And I responded saying, like, you know what? I actually see your point. I totally understand your point uh-huh. of view. And I'm happy to learn about myself. And, yeah, like, you you saw one minute of a two-part conversation, uh-huh. essentially. But of that one minute, I see how it looks. And I'm like, like, I was like, yeah, thanks for bringing it to my attention. And, uh, yeah, like, I don't mind learning about myself. You can't. Like, it's it's all good. And the next, the response was like, fucking bitch i'm like what i'm like are you a bot is this a russian bot it like didn't make sense so i'm sitting here saying like immediately not arguing against you totally get it and it's like a dog with a bone 
You know, it's like, yeah, no, they don't, it's too sweet. The venom is too sweet that there's not going to be any apology. No, I don't want to apology. I'm just no, like, no, they're not going to wanna... they're not going to accept your apology. They're going to be like, no, fuck, not good enough. But that really confused me because I'm like, why don't we why can't we just have this? Why can't we have a discourse about it and get through it and be like, cool, we learned. I'd prefer to leave an interaction better and. These two people were not interested in learning or accepting me saying like, oh, yeah, you're right. I, I see your point. It's it was like, power. They no, got too much power. it's too sweet. It was like cussing me out. I'm like, yeah. you know, I'm a, not a punk ass bitch. I'm, if you cuss at me, I don't care what you say. Yeah. You could have. I don't You're AOC. Care. You'll go to the floor. I'll fucking and talk about I will kick you. So it was strange. I'm like, so black woman to black woman. You're mad that somehow I didn't stand up. And I say, yo, I think you're right. And then you disparage me. You call me out of my name. And I was like, do you not see the hip, the hypocrisy in tearing me? I'm betting she doesn't. It was weird. Yeah. I also, I'm not going to lie, I think it was a bot. I don't believe it. I don't think a bot would watch a video and come up with a response. They just seemed so unwilling to like, have the no, if you were human, passionate enough about to write algorithm. me if you're passionate enough to write me why aren't you passionate enough to like have an exchange it just was like no i just want to yell at you somehow like fuck off bitch suck my dick from the back i don't um, care sorry oof. i mean now i'm gonna have to answer for you <laughs> saying suck my dick from the back it's just um, that's I'm ne- not going to be nice if you're mean to me. It's like, of course not, dude. But I yeah, the big I, to me, yes. The I think the bigger issue is that people think that they can tell other people how to behave all the time, and that's wrong. You're it's just religion. It's just it's there's almost no difference between the motherfuckers who walk around uh, uh, caning women in Saudi Arabia, whatever the the morality squad. And these fucking people online who think that they're just constantly need to police. It's like, do you think we're the better? Do you think we're the most moral generation ever? I don't understand what these people's premise is. That I'm more moral and I'm going to prescribe how you should feel and how you should behave in every scenario. And I'm calling you out. No, I'm calling you to the carpet. I mean, no, you're policing behavior. And it's based on uh, just a randomized personal thing. It's yeah. just, it's not women. Cause like I said, if Iggy Azalea got shot, everybody'd be like, man, that bitch, biting from black people again. <laughs> like, there'd be a million jokes about her, uh, none of which would, I would be. I don't positive. know if I'd say, honestly, I don't know. Like, I feel, I would, I don't know if I would be like, you guys. Iggy Azalea getting shot's not funny. Stop it. Of course you wouldn't. But I'm talking about black women. Well, whatever. It right, doesn't matter. Women. women I mean, again, it's like, no, well, black women, it's a different standard than women. It's just like, this is all random and personal and uh, silly. I'm not saying the, the issues are silly. The outrage is silly. Yes, the outrage and the scolding. The DMing to scold. It's like, dude. I'm like, I'm not. You're not a politician. You don't fucking owe people anything. I was like, dude, I'm not famous. I'll respond to you. I'm not like this. I'm famous and I'll respond to you. Oh, that was my other point. I don't. It took so much out of me. I just deleted it. I'm like, what am I dealing with this for? How can you respond and fight all these people? It was I had I went through like a 
cycle of emotions of like, oh, you know, I get you. Wait, what? Why would you call me that? Fuck you, motherfucker. And then just delete. And then I'm like, nah, I, I'm not going to do that again. That was too annoying. I don't it's know how it's, you can. It takes it takes a lot of. It's fighting. It's like fighting with a loved one. It's yeah. it's, it's like a problematic uncle. Yeah. But it, how how can you keep doing it? It's awful. I do it for the kids. <laughs> I do it for the life. How do you? How uh, do you I, find I, the I will strength? say between turning my phone to black and white, and I, I just made me realize that it's none of it's that it's just not worth it to me right now. Because I I could change in the future, but I, but the tweeting something and then checking and checking and checking, it's like, it's silly. Yeah, it's it's a waste of time, and a waste of energy. And wow, Neil, it's really actually pretty. I'm very surprised at you right now. Um, and it's like, hey, is there a platform where? My entire life's work and reputation is on the line with every every word that I can go on. Twitter, great. Let me go on there and type. Blah, blah, blah. Like, it's silly. Why would I put all? Why would I leverage everything I've ever done and who I am uh, for a thousand likes or whatever? Yeah. yeah. It's... So I I've just tweeted an Instagram less recently and. That I think that's why, because I just realized, like, what am, I, what am I doing? Yeah, it's a fucking waste of time. It's a waste. There's no of money. Life. There's no people don't come really see you yeah. because of it. People come see you because of the because of podcasts and because of Netflix. <laughs> Those are the reasons people come see. It. It's not because of like you and tweeted that of one half-baked. thing and because of half baked uh, and Chappelle, whatever. But I'm saying it's very few people. Any fans I, I most fans I make is through I heard you on NPR or I heard you mm. I saw you on Netflix. Mm. So all this other shit is kind of like this. I will say though I am what that interaction made me very happy that we have such an interactive podcast. Like most people if they get hate emails, they don't read them on air, you know? We literally are like come at us, bro. Yeah. Contact us. Let's talk about it. Let's discuss it. Everybody is so shy to really address criticism. They either like don't address it or they just, you know, they're not going to address it on their own show. And I think we do a really good job. Of well, that. the one guy said the whole podcast is me apologizing. Um, right. You offending the and then Yeah, and then going like, look, <laughs> look, I would look, guys, I was wrong. But We're, I think that's interesting. I mean, at least we can fucking admit. Well, that's somebody one time said about whenever i get accused of racism or whatever i'll just go like hey let's email <laughs> how often is that i'm whatever in my life i'll i w- i'd want to talk about it because i don't want to be same. like That's fuck you cool. you're blocked and I, I, we're completely contradicting ourselves because the last three minutes we've talked about how we're not going to do it anymore but we know what we're saying is hey l- i'm happy to have any discussion with anybody but if you're just going to yell at me and call me out of my name and not be open to like exchange ideas then i don't know what kind of i don't know what dynamic you think this is you're just going to yell at me and call me bitch and then that's all- it yes that's not anything no one's going to grow not, from that. it's nothing for you but for them it's a platform where you can yell at famous people. And I'm not saying you and I are famous people, but I'm saying you can yell at people that you deem value, that society deems valuable. 
in some way. You're uh, just a cute woman that they can be like, you fucking bitch. And maybe the, you're better looking than the woman or you're better looking than the man or they, there's something about you that bothers them or, or whatever. It's, it, Twitter is basically a Thunderdome for famous people. Just destroy each other. Yes. Thunderdome. That's really yeah, it's destroy each other. And fight. And then you're fucking uh, calling each other out. It's 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 really silly. But I think the unique part of the podcast is that email, we read them. Yeah. And we will literally Time to talk, talk about it. it. Call in, make a video, yell at us. But at least let's have the discourse. Don't just don't say you fucking bitch. I mean, or if you're going or to just, just yell it, it then... at the pot, just yell it as you're listening. <laughs> Walk, get right close to your your iPad and be like, "You fucking dick, you bitch." Um, speaking of, <laughs> well, there's trouble in the VIP room. Trouble in the winner's circle. <laughs> I I can't believe we have a song that's by the way the best part of this podcast is that people send in songs about it the best part of this podcast is that it's so fucking interactive you're not just it's not a museum like it's like come on in yeah come in send a song you You got a song yeah we'll play it that's why it's like you don't need to do a drive-by scold Mm -hmm. come on be a part by the house come by the house dude we got plenty of lasagna i got i got 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 um, Go. Go. I don't. I want to Speak name on. the title of the episode "Gaga," but I don't know how to spell it. I don't want to. Kaka. Yeah. Cut. Cut. Cow. Cow. C u t c u h. Maybe. Kaka. C u t. C u h. C u h. Kaka. Um. Kaka. Ellen DeGeneres. It's uh. Not so generous. I mean, there's a. I hate to say it, there's a lot of, there's a, there, it's a leaky dyke over there. Whoa, whoa, what the fuck? Do you know the term leaky dyke? Of course of I course do, you do. A, of course you do. It's in a Neil Brennan's old man phrases. Yes, it's a leaky dyke. Um, Yo, stop calling her a leaky dyke. <laughs> she's not a leaky dyke. Oh. It is a leaky dyke. It's just getting worse. One of the EPs had to drop out, had to quit now because he was. They were saying there was. And then yesterday there were more EPs. Uh, a head writer who made sex jokes, which is protected under the by that. I didn't appreciate that black girl braids joke. Box braids. We'll I mean, never forgive him. Box braids. Pretty. I mean, again, who knew? Um. Back in my day, we didn't even knew boxer. <laughs> corn rolls. Everything was a corn roll. This is back in the two so thousands. Um, so, you know, it's a is. I guess what we're going to get into is what constitutes a toxic workplace, and in showbiz, what constitutes a toxic workplace. Like I said last week. I, as a director, as a writer, I am treated better by, not only do you get more money, you get, you know, better parking spaces, you get better perks, you get like, come out to the, it's the Eddie Murphy, Mr. Mr. White sketch, White Like Me, 
like silly neither what a silly negro it's right. it's all this things are different now for you so there is a level of things are different things are always going to be different for ellen ellen's going to be treated better than everybody right that's fine power corrupts people so all the people not all the people some of the people underneath her are gonna use their they're gonna be like that eh, they're gonna flick at people like hey you fucking day gay you fucking what nice box braids hey look fucking hey spider dance there's a funny shooting when he shoots spider in the foot in uh goodfellas yeah um funny shooting it's possible ladies ladies you gotta have a better sense of humor about getting shot um because it can be very funny spider was funny um so that's in goodfellas so this is gonna hopefully it'll bring out It'll be revealing of what showbiz is actually like and um, how much is Ellen responsible for of what happens on her show. Um, and But I know people who... Uh, they, I've heard of people abusing power that I was like, wow, I didn't even know they had power. Right. Like, you know, uh, uh, someone who's worked at a show for a year is a PA will abuse an intern. And it's this just human nature. It's because the whole thing's so fucked. Remember I was saying how they were so mean to just background? And I'm like, yeah. that was a PA talking shit to me. Yeah. It's like, fuck you. You're the bitch. So it's everyone's just paying it forward. Like, well, this is this is what I was treated like. So I have to pass a yeah. little bit of that abuse on. And I, yes, sickening. I think sickos, but I don't think it's endemic to showbiz. I think it's any place there's a hierarchy, people are going to be shittier to the people beneath them. I think in showbiz, because showbiz is a quiet, the hierarchy is based on talent and specialness, or so that's the appearance, right? I mean, Ellen gets treated the best at Ellen. Ellen for sure. Ellen makes sense, though. I mean, her fucking name's on everything. Yes. But, uh, anyways, wait, keep going. So, so, do you think it's worse in showbiz than, something tells me it's probably not, if it is worse, it's not much worse than it is in any other business. The only reason why I feel like showbiz, it's its own particular monster is because in other industries, at least there's pathways to your job whereas in showbiz you can just be like you now like even you could be no one looks at you but if you if the director's like oh you know what you stand here and you have more stage you have more camera time now people literally if you go to break will treat you better Mm -hmm. because you had there's nothing there wasn't a you didn't earn anything more than anyone else it was just kind of like you duh yeah, Stay maybe aligned. it is worse. Maybe it is worse because there's no earning. There's well, there's. I agree. There's that's almost a separate point. It's it 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 attracts really petty people. Oh my god! It, it attracts the pettiest on earth. Pettiest. It it attracts the pettiest people on earth. It's like where wh- I always a part of me when when a woman, a British woman, or an Australian woman, or an whenever they move to America, I'm like, so Australian fame wasn't enough for you. <laughs> you needed yeah. like a bigger fame like no this isn't enough it's not about materialism it's about fucking fame level yeah um 
like I said, if they if if the if they had the Oscars for lawyers, all most most of the nominees would be lawyers right now, um, except for like Kate Blanchett and Daniel Day Lewis, who's retired. So stop bringing him up. <laughs> um, so you've got incredibly petty people, incredibly vindictive people. And it's really, the top is really glamorized because the top of showbiz is the top of the world. Top. Even just getting, I remember when I first got my first trailer, it was this big. Mm-hmm. It was tiny, but I still wasn't outside. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I've made it. Yeah. <laughs> I have a trailer. Yeah. And then you get a bigger trailer and you're like, oh, this one has a couch in it. Like, mm-hmm. big couch. Mm-hmm. Then someone's like, then you get it to a trailer where someone pre-highlighted your lines mm-hmm. and then they bring you food. It's, it's yep. so small. It's yeah. almost like being in an airplane. And you oh. get, and then the next one is the trailer where it's it starts as a trailer and then they can open up part of it so it gets bigger. Yeah. And then the next one is a trailer camp where you have three trailers in a U-shape and and there's a patio in the middle yeah and, and that's, that's the will smith eddie murphy but here's the thing it's like being in uh an airplane like it's like oh you want five extra inches of legroom it's gonna cost you and yeah. then you're treated way better than that and then it's like well if you're in first class like i'm gonna you know it just it's like but we're all in the same fucking plane by the way it's a trailer it's i've still made that observation on her, right trailer. it's a fucking <laughs> It's the lowest, what anywhere else in the world is connected to trash. (laughs) Trailer trash, but on a movie set, it's your royalty. Your trailer royalty. It's Thug's Mansion. Yes. It is fantastic. It's heaven. Yes. It's great. It's it's unbelievable. It's just when really, it's just when people say, no, you stay there, you stay there. Okay. Closed door. It's a closed door. It's like, let me in. Velvet rope. I want in. What do you, do you know what's in there? I don't care what's in there. (laughs) Um, so there's that, that, that people will abuse their power if given the chance. Mm. Um, so whether Ellen knows that or not, I will say this. If I, if my experience with Ellen is if she knew that there was any sexual harassment going on, she would have nipped that. I mean, that that's cause for firing. Well, in my, I don't like, but then what do if it's your show and it's literally the Ellen show mm-hmm. and I'm sure it's on the header, it's on napkins, it's like probably branded everywhere, right? It, how, how I, I'm, I'm going to ask you personally, what do you think someone should do when their show gets so big? How do you maintain quality control when you have staffs of people who handle shit that you literally don't handle anymore? Like how do you make well, sure? Well, I don't, I don't know. I, that's, I, that's a good question because I remember – I remember after Spell Show was over, hearing about all the people that Bijan had slept with, and I was like, "Really? Oh, on the staff? Yeah, but it Damn, wasn't Bijan. You It wasn't an abuse. It was just like, oh, all right, Bijan. Right. But I didn't. I don't know who did he have power? No, his editor. Yeah, no one had power except Dave. Right. I mean, you know what I mean? Like I, you know. But I, is there perceived power? I think that's more. Well, the issue. yes, but th- this is this is where you're into the sex. This is the Me Too shit, which is. I'm not sure. Are we? Tr- we well, cannot it all me too goes. Vision. All roads lead to Brian Callen, and they will on this episode uh, eventually. No, he's on the sheet. He's 
Um, I don't know how people perceive me. So the perception of power, I don't fucking know. Because I don't, there are, sometimes I go, I feel like a big deal right now. The way I'm being treated feels like I'm a big deal. Most of the time, I'm just like, mm-hmm. Right. One out of one out of twenty instances, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, yeah, yes, and I shall. And then I make jokes like my fucking director juice and all that shit. Right. Like, um, just to bring it down. Just like- to because it's in the first class and the yes, that seems like you're treating. There, I'm aware of a perception thing, but most of the time, I don't know. Maybe people are just being efficient. Okay, how about this? Let's take it out of this scenario. If you were hanging out with a 19-year-old for whatever reason, or an 18-year-old, like in some normal context, like maybe in mentoring, I don't know, would you know, even though you don't exactly know how their perception, how they're perceiving you or what their perception is of you, you do know that somehow they're, I don't know, some form of like intimidated or, yeah. you know, there is some like, I know more. There is more. well, There's there was power a, there was even a if you don't know woman it. who twenty five or something, and hmm. she wanted to. And I was like, ah. she wanted the. We hung out once, and it was like hey. it just felt like, like very yeah. It just felt too. I said it's really impossible in our in our reactions for me not to feel like a professor. <laughs> and, was it overlap? Did she overlap? Was it everything? It like, was. Wow. It was more like, wow. You know, Pete Holmes. It was just shit that was like. <laughs> I mean, you know what I, I mean? love like, Pete. It's I don't even funny. know if it's it was like, Pete Holmes, but it was that really level funny, of like, like, yeah, Pete Holmes, Pete Holmes, <laughs> wow, wow, we yeah, wow. yeah, exactly. Um, like it, it was that level of like, and it was yeah. like, ooh, I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like okay, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so there is there there are times it's obvious but most of the time when i think about my house i'm not i'm more embarrassed by how messy it is i'm not embarrassed i'm yeah, not you never i always I say three-story house you never say i don't i only think about what an embarrassment i am because of how messy i am not like this is a one million i i don't I, the perception i think is on is not on the person Unless you leverage it, unless you say, well, if you do such and such, there will be repercussions. One of those things, then you're a fucking piece of shit. Um, Like a quick pro quo. But the thing is, what if it's not? Most people aren't like, I will put you in this movie if you suck my balls. Like they're just like, come out to eat with me. Yes. Um, It's like the energy. Yes. So Uh, how do we? That's a problem. That's that's a that's a huge. How do you problem. police en- that energy? Maybe you just make it clear, like you have monthly meetings of like, do not do this thing. Yeah, is that it's, annoying? Is it's that also not? hard at comedy shows. I like, comedy shows meaning oh, is, yeah yeah with this is funny when is, there's a comedian in charge. Everything feels a little bit lax. Everything's a little bit more fun. That's the point, right? It's a it's a little more transgressive. Um, boundaries are softer. Mm. It's your it's you're making comedy. So I've heard a, somebody told me a story of a TV show that they worked on, 
uh, and it was a comedy show, and they were um, they were doing a, sec- a sexual harassment thing, mm. and they're all in a room, and uh, they're being taught about sexual harassment, and my friend, a guy, looks over at one of the female writers who's like out in the hallway, like the spillover, and she just has her top pulled up over. <laughs> And it's so fucking funny. That's funny. It's so funny and runs cut totally counter to the or a, a what this woman would absolutely assure is a is a um an important topic. Right. So I have unequivocally important. And yet by the way, the more unequivocally important, the more I want to pull my top of cuz the funnier that gets. Yeah, do sexual harassment meetings at yeah comet like yeah even the ones at the store I'm like yes okay so we're not really making any ground here so I don't know how I don't I don't I've always felt like and it I feel like it's borne out if there's a woman in charge it seems like there'd be significantly less sexual harassment. There probably was. Yeah, I I yeah I mean uh, this is one of those impossible to prove but in the aggregate prob the assumption is it's probably less than if it was a guy in charge can't prove it but it seemed it stands to reason that that there would be less so if you're ellen how do you police this stuff i don't know and how do you police do you think oprah had a had a pleasant work environment i don't know that last episode when they just clapped her off they seemed happy Interesting. <laughs> I, mean, I don't I, remember the episode. It was her final episode. Yeah. And she was just talking. It was very boring, but they just were like, Neh. Yeah. And I, I don't fucking know. I know, but I don't. But I bet I, it was. But I think there are people, I think it comes down to more than gender. I think it comes down to per, personality and ethics. Like I can tell you firsthand. Yeah, that's what it is. That I bet Seth has very Seth Myers has very little chicanery meaning it he just is very like hmm guy now having said that if a PA wants to try to fucking intern he's That's never gonna thing. hear about How it we, and yeah. who knows yeah um but she they're saying she might quit the show well it at a certain point, you just you you're to use an old David Tell joke. You're a samurai in the age of gunpowder. You just feel like the unforgiving. You feel like an old gunfighter in this new way, where you're like, "Wait, I thought it was good. I thought I just I have to be nice on the show, and then how nice do I have to be off the show?" Yeah, because if that which which now the people by the way like. Brad Garrett and Leah Thompson both called Ellen out as like, it's well known that you're an asshole on Twitter. So yeah, like uh, at, at, at what point do you, how far does it have to go with the kindness? I mean this, I think she just bet on the right horse and the horse is, it's time to retire the horse. Like the be horse kind- being kind of a yeah. horse named kindness, horse named kindness. <laughs> I don't want any more kindness horse jokes. The no more stallion. horse jokes. Kindness the stallion. Okay. So I'm falling for this one. Uh, so if you bet on kindness the horse, 
these these stallion yes no you won't do Go it ahead. uh if you bet on kindness at some point when you're not kind and that's the only thing that identifies you that's what the first adjective people thought yeah ellen kind giving yeah. giveaway yeah. blah blah i don't know i think it's just longevity wise not gonna last she i feel like she should have balanced it out somehow because because the thing is steve harvey when he put out that letter everyone was like yeah that makes sense that well now we're into gender this i think is a legit it's gender just, difference i feel like lesbian women that are less feminine which is i feel like ellen mm -hmm. is they're not I treated the like still well I, they're not treated like dainty her brand, women her brand is uh kindness which isn't yeah. really that's not that's not less that's not really lesbians brand in general what lesbians, are lesbians very aren't known for like the jokes about le or the stereotypes about lesbianism are like drives a subaru wears <laughs> uh fucking a uh, plaid carries right, an axe okay. everywhere they go I um mean, battle axe uh but you know what i'm saying like yeah. the, so that so what i'm getting what and this is actually something i've talked about with her which is when Hillary Clinton ran, I read a Hillary Clinton article in the New Yorker and it said, which is a pretty liberal thing to say. Mm. And uh, she, somebody said that they learned a lot from watching Oprah. As a woman, you cannot be openly, cravenly ambitious. All of your ambition has to be filtered through the lens of kindness. And it has to be filtered through the lens of for the greater good. It has to be ethereal and maternal. It can't just be like, because I want fucking money. The thing is, Oprah had a bad reputation off screen. Like, she has a reputation of being a bitch and not being very kind. Right. But, but, but it was fine. No one was, like, trying to take her down. Now they would. This, I mean, when Oprah was on the air, it's like a decade ago. It feels like fucking prehistoric times. It's like the, the you middle think they would ages. try to take her down? I mean, they would absolutely try to take her down. I feel like Oprah got a pass on. The well, then we're into race. I mean, that, I, I think the I difference know. would be right. that that Oprah is a black woman, and that she is maternal, and it is all for the greater good, and the spiritual awakening, and the secret, and the and all that stuff. And Ellen is also sort of uh, uh, fishes in that stream. And I think as a white woman, if you're going to, if you're going to, if you're going to go with kindness, the stallion, you, you do have to be about that. You got to be about that life. That's what I'm saying. Cause Oprah really was about that life. Oprah was like, but how do you, how does that, but what about the fact that she had a bad rap? But Oprah never pretended, even on the show, she could be like, okay, girl. Like, she could give actual, like, hard-hitting interviews. She wasn't always the kindest. She would call people out. I don't think she gave off this fake, no, everything's fine. Well, with celebrity, she would. Well, yeah, but uh, winner circle. Yeah. So we give, we, give, yeah. we give you all a pass. Yeah. But Oprah did hard-hitting. She didn't hitting. give me a pass. If you watch <laughs> the episode, it's you were fine. Not, were you on Oprah? Dave was. Oh, what are you talking about? Guess. <laughs> no, I know, but 
Did you get? Were you on? I got popped. Yeah. You got popped. Yeah. Didn't warn me or anything. Oops. Nobody warned me. Nobody told me it was coming. Wow. I knew it was bad because I wasn't watching it. And this is in 2005 or six. And Seth and Polar texted me, "We love you." I was like, "Uh oh." Oh no! <laughs> like what the fuck? This is not good. Anyhow, I just mean, I think there's this. I don't know, je ne sais quoi of like authenticity, mm-hmm. and Matt, me hearing that Oprah was like, "Leave me alone. I don't want to talk to you." That makes sense. I'm not like Oprah, but if your brand is oh, I, uh, the higher your brand is, the high like holier your brand is. Yeah. The values associated with your brand. You yeah. better be about you that. You gotta be you gotta be yeah. about that. That's why with when we saw that um on the record, you know, the Oh the yeah, which we'll talk about the We'll talk about it, but yeah. the um him being so like all about like yoga and this and that, I, I was like, I don't believe this. He does yoga, he's a vegan. Oh, that's interesting. I never believed the yoga. Oh, well, I'm younger, so that's yeah. kind of my yeah. view on him. He yeah. just seems really peaceful and kind and on Kimorley's reality show. Yeah. He was so just kind yeah. seeming. And so, I don't know, you just kind of, if you're going to do that in the public eye, it has to be mind Yeah, body, I also think in the case of anybody, power, it corrupts. It's in a fucking thousands of years old, that phrase. <laughs> so, you have to go out of your way to make sure that it's the it's all the same sermon on here, which is Kanye, Ellen, any of these people. If you get that rich and powerful, it is damn near impossible to get an honest appraisal of who you are. Yeah, it's fucking because there's too much money in you. Even your friends are going on vacation on your boat everyone's on the dole how many people are gonna rock that yeah everyone's on the dole so everybody needs an og friend they'll be like your canary it's just uh you need someone's gonna really tell you like yeah or somebody that's kind of just an an asshole kind of just an (laughs) asshole i think that's who i am for a lot of people but do you do you go out of your way to do that or is that no i that's uh it's it's like celebrity negging from it's in me from the way i grew up Mm. meaning it's in it from my dad being an alcoholic and if you want to like know my rosebud come on my dad alcoholic high the highest status person in the house what he said went uh i was good at I became like the opposition leader. I was the, everyone knew that I, all my brothers and sisters and parents knew I was like a little smart, a little precocious. Mm. And so my dad had to respect my shots at him. He had to. Were you the only one that threw shots? Kind of. Kind of. Were you the only one that you think he kind of responded to? Yeah. He couldn't, that's why everybody got like beat up. I got uh, every once in a while I get popped, but like other people, I mean, horrible. With me, it was like, mm, 
uh, like that would have been like, yo, motherfucker, you touch Neil, we'll fucking kill you. Mm. Not like that would have happened, but but it would have been like, no, somehow. So when I'm dealing, you were the baby. Yeah. So when I'm dealing with um, whomever, my reputation is like I'm blunt because mm. I don't. And now it's because I'm successful as a comedian and stuff. It's more of like, you know, but yeah. But and then Rock does it to me. And right, right. There's like, always someone. Yeah. Rock's got Rock is that to the world. And then with but Rock goes out of his way not to have hangers on. L- goes out of his way. Goes places by on are himself. Fucking weird. Yes. By himself. Um, you have to go out of your way to make it not to try to keep it normal. You, you have to, because that's the thing that I think family does that for a lot of people, kids. But you know, these people can put their kid. Okay, take it. Okay, take it. They're rich enough to take give their kids away. So I know this girl who's a dog sitter. And she dog sits for this very famous couple. Mm-hmm. And um, she was like, yeah, they got these dogs and they're at, they're with me 90% of the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, they're gone. They're that, they're working that much. Like, no, even when they're in town. I got that about famous babies I'm like, a lot. What? They're that, just, that. they just see the dogs. They come over to see their dogs to her yeah, place. I hear that about famous Fucked babies. Up. Now, Damn here's what, here's how I'll defend the, uh, any anybody who who has the money to um the, the quarantine has shown us all that people want to give their children away to school they were like take off yeah they want their their they want their kids a little bit they don't have endless patience and cuz i cuz i have a dog walker for keith so which is kind of weird it's weird now but but I'm waiting for this pandemic to end any day. <laughs> what are my options? Fire her? No, 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 no. Let's uh, bef- before you hired her, just walk him. I work not uneven hours. Right. So, so why don't I you don't hire know him? when? Because I don't know. I don't want to have to be like, oh fuck, I forgot. I'm this thing's running long, or I'm out of town, or I just don't want to have a hectic thing. Mm. Um, I'm with them twenty. Three hours a day. Okay. The rest of the time, I send him to school. Uh, but yeah, so I because I thought how about many that. hours a day do you interact with him, and he's not I don't just know, here. an hour. Okay. Um, like on his birthday, I don't know when his birthday. <laughs> um, no, but so I don't. Uh, they, people act like uh, they you want to give your kids up to. So yeah. I have a dog walker. You have a fucking. <laughs> You preschool, like you're. They send kids to school, like really early. early. Where you're really like early. five, four? four. That seems really early. I wouldn't go to school in 1977. <laughs> <laughs> like when I was four, I wouldn't go to school. Um, school started in '80. I said when they free the hostages from Iran, <laughs> I'll go to school. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. Um, so, I guess the with with any of these people, we should. You have to, I know, it's, you have to govern yourself and, um, power cor- is heavily corrupting. Yeah. And, and also be careful what your brand is. Dude, that's the takeaway from this segment. 
Be careful what your brand is. Make sure your brand is something that you can uphold through thick and thin, hell or high water. It is authentically you to, for, for the majority of it, it's authentically you. So people aren't like, yeah. oh, I caught her outside. People always want to catch it. Like, I remember when, um, uh, what is it? Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood? Fred Rogers. Yeah, Mr. Rogers. I, so call many, him, I call him Fred. I was Fred. like, Fred, okay. That's how old you are. Yeah. Uh, Freddie. <laughs> Sign my yearbook. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know Mr. Rogers people. There was like a, I was like, oh, I watched this documentary on Mr. Rogers. It was a while ago. It wasn't the new round of stuff. And I remember people were like, was he a child molester? Everyone like wants there to be a gotcha. Yeah. Like he did this or he was actually awful as soon yeah. as the um, cameras were off and he wasn't, he was great. But yeah. that's it's, like, but it's the there's expectation. almost less of a story there. It's not as satisfying as an audience member because the story's over. Like, no, the story's the story you saw, which is he's nice and really loves kids and wants to help them. Yeah. And if that's the, it. If he's an asshole behind the screens and you're like, this is a second chapter of content for myself. Yeah. So if Ellen's really nice and great, you're like, great. And then turns out she's a fucking asshole behind this. And you're like, great. Yeah. Because my brain was... I don't have to work. Yeah. Anticipating. More time I can content about some other... And like this, you're damn... People are... These Hollywood people are so phony. Okay. It's satisfying as shit to hear that somebody Mm. is... uh, Isn't how you think. Yes. I love all the old, like, autobiographies of um, old-timey actresses. Mm -hmm. Because then they just... Now everyone's dead, so they can tell you everything. And it's so... Satisfying. I don't see. I don't. I. I have no appetite for it. The old timey gossip. Yeah. No, oh, I love it. I only like. But I like old timey directors. Stuff. Maybe it's just my proclivity. I meaning I have. I don't. I don't respect Marilyn Monroe. I respect Billy Wilder, but I don't respect Marilyn. So I don't care that so and so thought so and so was a bitch. No, it's more just like oh, like Vincent Minnelli on the set, like said this, and then yeah. Uh, you know, Judy Garland was, it just, yeah. I just like the, like, I, I'm with you. Easy like, Riders Raging Bulls is a one about the seventies. Yeah. And that's about the filmmakers. So it's Scorsese, uh, that's, that's awesome. Lucas, Ooh, Spielberg. It's great. It, in the book, it said that Spielberg didn't lose his virginity till after Jaws. Not which even, is not even during Duel. No. <laughs> night, rain, night. Night range, night watch, whatever the fuck it was. Right, he just was. I'm like, he made Duel when he was night a virgin. gallery. Not gonna lie, the guy from Duel seems like a little that pent up. Like, I heard he's a piece of shit. I heard the truck was a piece of shit. <laughs> um, I mean, again, we could get into the world stuff, but I think we have to world get stuff. to uh, world stuff. Um, Callan. Wait, can we talk about Hermaine? Wait, can we talk about Hermaine? Oh yeah, Herman Kane. How you feel, man? Just Herman Kane. Oh my god. Um that is I don't know. I don't believe in celebrating when someone dies. When people are like, ha ha, idiot. It's like, dude, that's it it's just a sign he to died. It's a sign to me of how fucking sad. It's just a sign of the times of how sad that this pandemic has been politicized. Mm-hmm. It's like people died for no reason. Yeah. And the thing is, the funny thing is, if Trump actually has a core group of people's ears so much so that if he led them, if he led us through this, 
I think he would be reelected in without without a doubt. I think he'd be reelected. Oh, if he had shut it down correctly, if he shut it down. He would absolutely have been reelected. I I was on the phone with my friend, one of my friends from Ireland yesterday, and I was like, "So how how is it there?" She's like, "Well, you know, everyone feels bad because we all have grannies." So, you know, and I was just, she was talking about it. She's like, nobody breaks it because people don't want their grannies to die and mm-hmm. they don't want other people's grannies to die. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. How did something that affected Irish farmers, somehow the liberal elite Democrats, start? it's like kind of brilliant in a way. Like, okay, you took this and you still wanted to politicize it. Like breeding grounds for it. Great. You did it. Like you did it pretty well. Honestly, you did it so well that your friends are dying. Uh, he got it possibly at a presidential rally. Yeah, Tulsa. It's so crazy. I, I think it's, by the way, I don't know if the, what people aren't pointing out is of the picture of him at the rally is that uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. is in a Fu Manchu costume to, to his left. <laughs> Nobody has pointed out that that, that Cuba so, Gooding Jr. So is in costume because he loves Trump. Uh, yeah, the black voices for Trump. I was like, that's a thing. That's fine. No, no, that's uh, whatever. Everybody to your can bigger do- point, they fuck themselves. Like, they really fuck themselves by by saying this thing, a, a move that it has been working for them, which is fake news. Climate change is a hoax. Uh, that Russia's a hoax, everything's a hoax. You can't hoax a virus. Fucking you can't hoax death gas. That's, by the way, what I had the thought last night. This is death gas. It's not, when people are worried about services, it, you can barely catch some services. It's in the air. It's fucking death gas. And apparently, the kind that I caught was the Chinese kind. Which mm-hmm. was a lot less contagious, which makes sense because I was around so many people when I was sick. Because mm-hmm. I thought I had the flu. I was around you, I was around Will, yeah. all my friends, nobody got sick, and a lot of them have had antibody tests and they've all come up negative. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't think it was as contagious as it is now. Which apparently the one that mutated in Europe mm-hmm. is the death gas. Is the one. bad one? Is the yeah. one that can, it just stays in the air. Yeah. Um, it's in the air. It's got staying power. Um, <laughs> Stupid. Uh, sticky, sticky, icky, icky, <laughs> sticky, icky, death, death, death gas. You understand? <laughs> like, um, but it's like, yo, people are you fake news. You can still debate birth or shit. You can still debate. That's the point of them. They're designed to, you never really get an answer. Yeah. So we can always just doubt. doubt yeah. Doubt. It just back. It's, it's this. It's, we're having yes. the answers. You're going to die. I thought of a tweet that I it doesn't, isn't even applicable anymore. In which even. is, uh, it, if Trump lost saying some of the effect of like yeah but in his defense when has greed and racism not worked <laughs> you know what i mean like right why wouldn't he talk about the the horse you rode in i mean talk about this is the horse this is branding the stallion um yeah his horse's name yeah greed and racism that's yeah. his horse and and yeah race yes greed racism and conspiracy yeah, so the thing is, he's branding. He did it too well. He did what? He needed some Ellen. He cracked himself. Yeah. He, by meaning crack was too too great. Yeah. Crack was so great, it killed all the people that used it. So conspiracy, there was a front line about 
Alex Jones this week? Did you see? Yeah, it? yeah, I told you. About yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, and then you were you, like, yeah, it's all, my ice cream tells day. Me about fucking. Yeah, and then you lines. said, great, it's my ice cream. It's day. my ice. It was my ice cream day. <laughs> I, so I fucking Neil. I really Neil Brennan uh, lifestyle. It. Um, Neil, it's a Neil Brennan mindset. Um, <laughs> Um, I need, I don't know what the Neil Brennan mindset is, but I want to start saying it more, which is like, well, you with the know Neil your Brennan brand. mindset, you no. gotta, <laughs> I also had the thought that no one's ever said anything great after they clapped. Like, look, <laughs> ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Hi, I'm Neil Brennan. Um, <laughs> hi, I'm John F. Kennedy. Uh, so yeah, it it's worked. It just he over he just you know when your supporters at a certain are point, dying, it working. At a certain point, the Detroit Bad Boys stopped being the best basketball team. It 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 can work for a while. It's a dance craze. Yeah. It's it's a really popular or a sound. It's like trap or it's fucking it it it, it it's so great for a while, and then you're like. Ugh. New Jack Swing. Eesh. Well, I love New Jack Eesh. Swing. Of course you did. You shit um, it. You shit it. So, uh, so yeah. I mean, but it's I, so... I, Herman Cain looked like a nice moron. He looked like a decent guy. The funny thing is, I don't understand. He He's smart. He is decent. He is uh, a successful businessman. He broke down a lot of barriers that, like, a lot black businessmen... You know, he broke a lot of those berries. I don't understand how he bet on the Trump horse. I just don't, I don't get it. Because he was a Republican and and I'm sure him and Trump had a good relationship. And I also think we should give rich liberals a little more credit because if you vote liberal, because it's, I feel like being Republican and rich makes sense. Yeah. Keep more of your money, sign me up. Yeah. But and like you love have Jesus. To, yeah, that thing of... of if you're if you got no you got no heart and you got no brain that thing if you're a, if you're young and republican you got no heart if you're old and democrat you got no brain interesting um, that i believe that it's attributed to winston churchill that's a churchill. very good yeah it's uh, attributed to winston churchill i'm sure it's not him but yeah but you it's how much money do these people need? That's what I don't understand. I just don't understand why people need so much money. I just don't understand it. Yeah. Uh, there's You have no finish line. You're just constantly worried about, I need more money. Because it becomes, I think it becomes a thing of like, I ain't no bitch. Like, I'm not. Yeah. I'm, I made a fucking $8 million last year. You talk to my accountant. Like, uh, so? It's a, it's a, it's the scoreboard for a lot of people. Yeah. I read a really cool article in Harper's this week and the guy said, uh, most Americans and he was guilty of it at one point. He said they'd rather be special than happy. And it's, it's, it's real show busy, but it's also any of these things rise and grind. And uh, I want to be, well, that's Neil Brennan mindset and. And uh, yeah, didn't they? There wasn't there a study done where it said unequivocally poor people are happier. Uh, it said that your your mood is increased by money up to one hundred twenty five grand, and then 
it not it doesn't change. Your baseline disposition is the one. That's it. Yeah. You can we talked about it. It's like you win the lottery, you're going back to baseline. You can get you can become quadriplegic. You're going back to baseline. Mm. So just try to up your baseline. Yeah. Bring that base. Bring, bring turn that, that base. base up. Turn up that base. <laughs> um, um, suck your we, dick from the back. Suck my dick from the uh, back. Gislaine and just, Callan. Let's do it. <laughs> All in one. All heaping in one. Jizz Callan. Jizz. Jizz. Um, no, uh, no, no, just Callan. I I'd heard it was coming. I'd heard it was coming when the Dalia stuff happened. So, um, I but you don't. But I also heard a bunch of other shit was coming that never came to pass. So I don't. Yeah, there's it, still I, the funny thing is there's still monsters in the closets in terms of like. Well, that's Jeez. what I was gonna what I was gonna say in the Ellen stuff, which is there's a lot of people in sh- anyone in showbiz who pretends they're nice is generally an asshole, and anyone who is kind of openly meh is probably pretty decent. Right. But then I responded with, "Isn't that just your expectations of that person? Because if Ellen is so nice and she cries when like a dog gets taken mm-hmm. away, then when I meet her, I'm expecting her to be like my. It's like a movie. Like if your expectations yeah. are too high, you know." Yeah. It could fail. Whereas yeah. if you have very low expectations for a movie, it's like, that was so bad. Yeah. Like the hype of you. Uh, the the dopamine, the chemical, the brain chemical, most of the time it gets fired because your expectations were exceeded. That's like the only thing that unlocks dopamine, um, which is why I don't have any because <laughs> nothing's ever exceeded my expectations except the connection I feel with my listeners. Feelers. Hi, I'm Neil Brennan. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I, 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 I really have nothing to say about Callan other than I know his ex-wife, and I really like her, and Amanda, and he's got kids, and I hope, um, he can figure out a way through this. But it was to me, rape is way. Rape with pictures and a woman and a narrative and a is like. I mean the also. Boy, oh boy. What bad luck we have to be in like comedies. I mean you're Speak obviously in it way more. Just, but again, I'm just if you like have any we, information on Ali, Sebastian, or Bert Kreischer. <laughs> I really want that ten o'clock spot. <laughs> um, it's like we know these people, not re- like me to certain degrees, yeah. some, and then you obviously more but i mean i like i know Cal, he's nice he's always nice to the staff i haven't seen anything too crazy so ah, it's weird yeah so and like, i don't but know but fuck I, it's not into... like we have a we don't have a fucking camera crew following him around you know but yeah. it's weird because it's like ugh. you don't we don't know anyone that's the thing we don't know anyone really even the people we we first of all we barely know ourselves. That's the thing. And that's there's a, a. There's a part of us we don't share with people. Yes, there's a part of ourselves which we don't share with ourselves. There's parts of us where we just go, "That's ah, not me." Right. That was that was <laughs> that's a freak a, that out. littering guy. I don't know who that is yeah. or whatever. It's not. I'm sure it's way worse than littering. But right. you just figure out a littering way guy. to to <laughs> that litter to yeah uh, to justify your you know. Uh, um, and and that's 
we don't know Ellen. We don't know Callan. We don't know. Ghislaine Maxwell seemed like a great person. Yeah. And to find out. Starting with that, um, Yeah. It's, it's like. Uh, yeah. You don't know people. And some shit is plausible based on what you do know. And some shit's not plausible at all. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't. Just, it's it's it it's awful. It's awful. And the Callan stuff, I mean. Yeah. Um Well, I guess all of it. Yeah. But I mean the Callan stuff. I don't, the Ellen stuff. I just, no, I mean the Ghislaine. Ghislaine. I, I what are we gonna bring to Ghislaine? We got nothing for Ghislaine. Other than friend of the show Alan Dershowitz. <laughs> uh three mics fan don't Alan get, Dershowitz. Don't get Alan Pop now. Um is uh he's get he's in the document. Alan's in the document. Alan's in the doc. Mm-hmm. Alan been in the document. Alan's been Alan oh, Dershowitz yes. negotiated the Florida deal. I remember the uh, in the in the doc. Um, yeah, in the doc. Yeah. Does he does he like you? He he's a three mics fan. Um. So does he, does he listen to? The I podcast? really doubt he <laughs> listens to the podcast. Uh, Alan. Yeah. So. Um, you know what was funny? I've been at sorry. Go. No, you go. You go. I was no. gonna say I've been at weddings with Alan Dershowitz and Alan, and Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, Would if you're you trying like to make to... a video, if you're trying to make a YouTube video, of do you feel comfortable saying who got married? No. Okay. Um. <laughs> I will not say how, but I will say that they were at so and so's wedding, and Sounds Trump good. gave a friend of mine the worst gift. He gave him a vase. And you turn around, it said "Made in China." <gasps> was it nice? No, I mean it was like a fucking urn. It was a Grecian urn. It was just like the it, if it cost if it cost at the store eighteen dollars and to manufacture thirty five cents, it would all check out. When I tell you whose wedding it was, you're gonna be like, "That guy's such a fucking piece of shit." What? Yeah. I mean, whatever. We all know he's a piece of shit. It's the least of his problems. No, but just the idea that just giving like a cheap ass uh, re- Like a hilariously cheap. And my friend put it on his mantle for like a year or two because it was so awful. <laughs> that is so yeah. funny. Yeah. He uh, seems he seems like a tightwad. Of course. He wouldn't pay employees. Play, he wouldn't yeah, pay of workers. course. What am I talking so, about? Um, the funniest part is that someone asked him about Ghislaine. Is that her real name? It's, Yilon, so weird it's French, so they Yilon. Oh. <laughs> Yilon. oh, I I thought you would get Yilon from Gislaine, you fucking pretentious motherfuckers. Okay, Gislaine. Um they were like asking him about it at a press conference and he's like, Yeah, I don't know, but I, I wish you well. Yeah. And everyone's like, Wish her well is code for keep your mouth shut. Like and they pull up all these Yeah. I'm like, dude. There's no winning the conspiracy theorist side of politics. It was so funny. I'm like, they pulled up all these things where like yeah. in certain things that's code, you know. Yeah. Fucking that was just funny to me. There's yeah. no you can't well, you can't beat these people, but also that speaks to the winner circle, the code of the winner circle, that him she he wishes well. But NFL players who kneel are sons of bitches and John Lewis is low IQ or whatever. All the people he insults, but the woman, it's just that's what he values. I had the tweet like a month ago 
Trump, Howard Stern made the observation that Trump loves celebrities more than anything. And he has no access to celebrities anymore. None of them want to fuck with him. Mm. So Putin is the biggest celebrity he can access to. So we just, and and Kim Jong-un and the just kowtows to those guys. And like, ha, 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 woo, I wish him well. And I wish, hey, he's a good friend. We have a love affair. But and I wish her well, but jo- but but the mayor of Baltimore is low IQ, you know all the it's it's racial. He, she also might have some dirt on him. So yes, yes. Um, wish her well. Yes. Well, he got sued in part Did of you, that. That fucking document. Which, I looked. Yeah, it up. And that's you, awful. Yes, slapping rape, her and rape. Rape like, of us taking a virginity of a sixteen-year-old. We don't know You're these people. T- <laughs> Again, Donald Trump seemed like a good guy. No, he didn't see him. I saw this old interview uh, Barbara Walters did with him. Mm -hmm. It was great. That's the one where she kind of challenged him. Like she like checked him on everything. He's like, "Well, my bankers would say I'm doing good." She's like, "We called your bankers. They said you're not doing good." Well, uh, which ones did you talk to? Yeah. <laughs> it's like every count, he couldn't make move, but yeah. he also wasn't president. He also didn't have someone shooing you away and cutting you off. He wanted this interview, obviously. Yeah. So. She was like, no, everything he said didn't check out. And he was like, well, I don't know, Barbara. Everything was so combative. It was so the same words, the same yeah, oh, fantastic. Yeah. Same words, look. yes. The, was, you know what I noticed in some of those old tapes? Because there's one where he, he is testifying about Native American casinos. And yeah. he's being fucked up. And with, with Barbara Walters, he's being fucked up. But there's a level of humility to it that he he no longer has because no. he doesn't need it. He, he doesn't, doesn't need it. He, was he can get he was away like, okay, with anything. Yeah, he can literally get away with anything. And there was a thing this week where he talked about how the retweet how he he said that someone should fight for uh, keeping Confederate names on army bases because that got a lot of retweets from me. Someone recorded a phone call where he said that got a lot of that got like ninety five thousand retweets for me. That was a big. So it's government. It's government by likes. It's government by likes and vendettas. That's his. That's what he's so doing. Fucking creepy. I mean, did you see how Kushner like abandoned his his like plan for yeah. America with because it was killing people in blue states more? Yeah. Which is something you brought up like a month ago. Um, Oh, I did. Yeah. Uh, And you were right. I didn't think they were that craven, but turns out, (laughs) turns out they are. Chris Rock made that observation about George Bush, which is um, Bill Clinton was the last president of the whole country Mm. because it was before Fox News. So it wasn't that bifurcated. And Trump is like really. Obama tried to be the president of the whole country. He tried. He tried. He they tried like, to get bipartisan no, legislation I and all that stuff. And no, so. our, we need a one-term president and all that stuff. But yeah, the 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 Fox News. I mean, James Murdoch leaving was he, big. He left. Well, what did do you think? Do you know why he's leaving? Because I couldn't find like, he's, specific reason. He realizes that the whole it's Rupert Murdoch's son left yeah. News Corp and the. He realizes that the whole thing is corrupt. He just realized like this is a this is a awful business. Do you think that's what's who Succession's made after? Yeah, of course. 
I mean, there's no, not even close. It's, it's like. Yeah, who the fuck else is it? Yeah, it's there's no one that's kind of it's not even close. Ghislaine Maxwell actually, her father was a editor in the UK of like the Sun or the Star, one of those things. So maybe it's about them. Maybe we'll, they'll do a sex maybe. sex plot. <laughs> so rest in peace, Brian Callen and Herman Cain. Rest in peace, Herman Cain, and rest in peace, Ghislaine Maxwell. Rest in power, Kings. <laughs> um, Badak watch. Russell Simmons on the record. Yeah. Which, by Sorry, the way, what I was can we talk about how bad the HBO Max system is? What is HBO Max? I don't get it. I like the purple. So I have, you like the layout. I love the purple. Okay, so you like the color scheme. I like the color scheme. The problem with HBO Max is... I have Hulu. I have HBO on Hulu. I cannot get HBO Max through Hulu. I have to go to HBO Max itself and put in my, like, HBOMax.com and put in my Hulu info. And therefore, I have H. So there are people, there's something like 20 million people don't know they have HBO Max. Yeah. yeah they have it. it. Like, the icon changed color on me. But yes, they don't even know they have it. So like someone I know has a show on there. I'm like, I don't think I'll be able to see it. And then I realized like, oh, no, I can't. I have it. But what even is is it? Is it like Cinemax and HBO? No, it's uh, HBO and Time Warner. Why can it just be a separate thing? And because it's a confusing time. Um, there's a lot of bad, there's a lot of, uh, uh, HBO Max truthers out there who don't believe that you can, it's just, that's how it feels like it's a rumor that you have HBO. It's, it's too confusing to read on the air. No, I'm not. I'm just reading. Um, you're just reading it on the air to yourself. I'm reading Uh, it. Um, yeah. Uh, on the record, Russell Simmons, HBO Max, HBO Max figured out, um, too much smoke. Has to be fire. Too much. I mean, 38. I mean, just so many people. And um, here's my observation that I texted you. One of the problems was that lady just isn't very likable. She's kind of annoying. Yeah. Why, and, did it, why was it a deep dive into her only? Because I was interested in all of the ladies. Uh... Because they had more footage of her arc. Okay. Um, yeah. But she was just kind of annoying. And like taking credit for Lauren Hill and Santana and just like. But uh, I mean, but I don't know. I, I guess I had I don't a hot some... hand. Ugh. But she did get a plaque presented to her. Sorry, I don't fucking know the music world. All I have to do is ask. Ask. I mean, people have plaque. I can get a plaque for fucking anything. If it's from the right person, like Mark Ronson got a thriller plaque because Quincy Jones got him a thriller plaque. <laughs> nothing to do with it. Interesting. Um, so uh, you can get plaques. It's nothing. That's just like a fucking giant. Ch- it's like a hat with like number one salesman. It's nothing. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it was odd. It was just odd. Like, I believe it. 
I know I trust that it happened, but I didn't really like the lady very much. So I, it didn't have the same impact it would have had. In some ways, it's a Megan the Stallion, Janelle Monet argument, meaning the. That's not a good argument. Of course, it's not. Because you said your friend told you, and I was like, this is the stupidest argument I ever heard. Which one? You said some guy was saying how like oh well, it wasn't my friend Megan's- it was just the oh. it was it was the it was you know how uh, Rosa Parks wasn't the first yeah she was like she the was second. the the better optically better person for this movement because she the woman before her had a child out of wedlock and they knew white people would have used that whatever in some ways it felt like there were better more sympathetic people in that documentary or just less annoying people in the documentary that would have been like, it would have had more impact. Yeah. I, you know, my perception was it because I know there were a lot of people saying, Oh, why hasn't Oprah called out Russell Simmons? Mm-hmm. But she calls out every other yeah. Harvey. Et no, she didn't. No, she didn't call it's her. like she, Harvey. No, no, sorry. Opposite. Sorry. Why? Yeah. Yes. There was yes. a thing like, it seems like she calls yes. out, she's quicker to call out black men. Mm-hmm. Um, that fuck up, but then have not called out uh, Charlie Rose, mm-hmm. Harvey. Yeah. Um, whatever. And so I went into it thinking that. I'm like, oh, okay. And I really went into it thinking like, you know, Russell, Uncle Russell. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I didn't. And when I saw the, fo- the videos of him young, I was like, oh, I forgot he's like this music. It's a fucking like, dirtbag. I th- I believe these girls. Yeah. I think they're very credible. Yeah, women. They have no reason to lie. They also seem like it was really traumatizing for them, and that's what I was thinking. I was like, ah, when you see the when you see the documentary, it's less about this unfair cultural bias, and it's just like, regardless of that, I actually do believe. I believe Oprah should yeah call out white men that she's friends with that mm-hmm. fuck up just as equally but i think it's completely separate watch if you watch a documentary it's like oh i believe these people yeah so i don't know why i guess that which begs the question why did she take her name off it because she felt like it was because she was friends with russell she didn't want there to be like i don't know if that's true though because they were like it was they were it was like three days before it's not like she didn't know about it. Yeah, why? Oh, she took her name off it. Like the week it was premiering. Weird. Why? Yeah. I don't know. Conspiracy theories. I, yeah, I don't. It could be the. the. Mm. Um, why would she do that? It wasn't a bad document. It wasn't no. like the most. It was like it, it was. was yeah, it wasn't like it was made. OK, it was made. OK, but the content was very interesting. Yeah. And I was like, OK, I, yeah. these everybody is credible. Yeah. I, I mean, a part of me is like, is it was it the likability thing? But that that, no. that seems impossible. <laughs> Nobody's that cynical. Um, yes. Yeah, for so, Sama. For Sama, Frontline for Sama. You yeah. watch that one? You sent it. I, it oh. was starting to be a bummer. Oh, I was like, starting. I gotta come back. It's, ser- it's back. fucking Syria. It's Aleppo. Yeah, yeah it's, I know. I was it's like, Alep- uh, it's a I'm in a really good mood. Woman, a really beautiful woman, has a baby with a doctor in in syria in the middle of the thing they're and they're basically running one of the only hospitals available in aleppo 
and they have a daughter and it's it's very first person footage of that situation yeah i can't even call it a conflict it's a fucking nightmare uh and it won it was nominated for an oscar and you know what's interesting frontline dm me and asked me to tweet about it and i just it slipped my mind <gasps> what yeah when it came out then you should i'm do- on the dole <laughs> What I'm I know. I was like, I'm they the love you. I'm on they the know dole. you love them. I'm on the yeah. They it's been clear. Um, way to uh, gold. Oh, way I to gold. See, I really want to see way to gold. You I didn't mean, watch it yet. I didn't watch it. Yet. Okay. It's Don't good. It's it's Seinfeld used to do a joke about how the Olympics are. It's uh, first, second, third is um, world famous. Close. Never heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the craziest and it's basically that as a documentary interesting and what happens no spoilers. none of them have money i mean no, don't it's, spoil yeah it's 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 worse than the peace Corps. it's worse than teach from it's it's thankless mm. and it's a shitty life it's a shitty life except for the lottery winners right but then, even then, you know, but, Michael Phelps doesn't seem happy. No, well, he's got he's got the blues, like <laughs> Daddy. I've got the uh, blues. Fierce City. It's a is a Netflix. It's not bad. It's, it says it's, it's a second season. What was the first season about? Oh, I, mean, I don't think it was a second season. <clears throat> meaning that I think it's an, an anthology series. So the first season was about some other city. Maybe um, this is about the New York mob, okay. and I'm just a little tired of the mob. Can we, like, I, I feel like we've done the, like, New York mob yeah. thing for so long. And I always think about it. I'm like, it's because it's white dudes being really fucking gangster. Yeah. And, like, white people respond to it really well. Even yeah. though, like, white people listen to rap. And feel mob like, like, shit just, is hip-hop for white people. Oh, thank you. You fucking said it. Yeah. That's what it feels like. It feels like they can't get enough. Oh, mob. They, hey, we got the, then we ate the Blinguini. The Even though guy. if you're from, I don't know, Oregon, like yeah. that's not you ever. No. You're different. You're cut from different claws. But you can still flirt with it. You know? It's Because it's, it's a white person. It's, uh, it's really, it's very cinematic. Mob life is very, they got, they literally wear costumes. They wear like, they dress goofy gold chains. They hang out at a clubhouse. Yeah, but then they you go got a like, different language. They're all, but then it, you go, they have their own code. <laughs> they, you know, so it, it makes sense. It's, it's like the Marvel cinematic universe. Yeah. But Avengers. it's all fucking, yeah, it's, but it's all, it is like Holly the Avengers. Walnuts yeah. and fucking, Holly Walnuts. and John Gotti, and, and then, and like Vito Corleone and yeah. John Gotti are kind of the Genovese. same. Yeah, then the Genovese family and the, and the, and the, and Sammy the Bull, and the, Sammy it's, Bull. it is like a cinematic universe. But then I feel like after the, what is it, the, the Irishman, mm-hmm. I'm over it. I yeah. Like I don't care anymore. Well, that I was like that was a, that was immersion therapy. <laughs> like, that this was is like, four okay. hours. But when you go like places like Boston, New York, kind of it has its own trip. But the East Coast, fucking cheesy when it's not on TV. No, it's fucking it's, like, it's cheesy. My father worked for it's the electric che- company. Like 
So what? I don't get it. Yeah. Firemen. Yeah. Everything is honor, drama. Cool. So they dropped out of high school? (laughs) Cool. So not smart? Great. Um, (laughs) We're being fucking assholes. I don't. But I I never understood that thing of like my old man. So? You're from Philly though. So you lived it. But even that was. I always thought it was cheesy. Mm. Like Tommy Tartaglia and all that. (laughs) Just like, okay. All right. Um, it's, it's, it's cheesy. It's in it's, New York though. It's kind of, it kind of works better. Yeah. Cause they have a little Italy. They have the, they have the park. The, like, I got a, park, a lot of parking. I got to park. I got to move my car. <laughs> um, look of silence. Have you seen look of silence? No, it's the sequel to, uh, the killing. Remember that it was like about, see what it's the, Oh, the killing fields. It's the the documentary about ab- the play yeah. about the Khmer Rouge or whatever. No, or it's the- yeah, it's about the communist act of killing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, it was in Cambodia. Yeah, yeah, the Khmer. Yeah, it so, was. I think it was Indonesia. Oh, it was Indonesia. I think so. Yeah, there's a lot of fucked up um, things. Away. But yeah, the guy who did the play. Of, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it wasn't the. It was they just a documentary about these people dealing with the shit they did. Right. And then and then kind of bragging about it. Mm. That's the act about of killing. A, what is the look of silence though? It's the sequel to the act of killing where he kind of shows the footage to of. the victim's family and one of the sons of the, one of the victims goes and it's kind of like, did you do this? And then it's just a bunch of old people reckoning with how fucked up they were and going like, Hey, it's a long time ago. It's a lot of people like, I got to go lay down. It's the funniest old people excuses. Like that's in the past. Right. Just the dumb, like I got to go check on a, I got to go move my car. (laughs) Like it's this, it, it's the levels of, of, uh, denial. Yeah. Are, are astounding. It's on, I think it's on, uh, I don't know. It's on one of the services (laughs) canopy. Maybe that's the library one. Right. Yeah, canopy is good. Yeah. Did you uh, do it? Did you do that? Yeah, the, I'm yeah. in. Thanks. Okay. Thanks. Let's do some emails, Will. It's time to check that email. Um, wait, can I say something really quick? Just <laughs> to people roasted my outfit. Oh yeah, they, like, went, they came after it. They were like, "She looks like jerks with Trader Joe's." <laughs> it was the funniest yeah. shit I've ever. It yeah. was so funny. They I gotcha. just, I, I laughed so hard at yeah. seeing people describe <laughs> what I was wearing. It was yeah. too funny. Anyways, yep. good job, guys. Yep. Funny. You've got mail. Uh, hello, Neil and Bianca. This is Rocco, the bipolar person, uh, who sent you that initial email, and I want to say thank you for addressing that on your show as well as for creating an opportunity uh, where we can talk about it in a public forum. And maybe we can help get the idea out there that there's ways that we can help someone that has bipolar disorder and they're not merely just uh, in a state uh, where they cannot be reached and cannot be helped. Uh, In the case of Kanye, I don't know, it's hard. Uh, That's someone who is surrounded by sycophants uh, and people that want something from them. I would imagine that even on his best day, A person without any sort of mental disorders who is in that predicament uh, is is in a rough place. I I can't imagine what that would be like. But for the garden variety person, type of people who might just be listening to your show, 
real life, regular people, uh, there's definitely things that could be done. And the main idea is that I always like to try to get across to people that I encounter that have bipolar disorder is that they are not weak. Uh, they are sick. And while they are sick, their condition is treatable. And the way that the person feels in the midst of a bipolar episode is not the way they will always feel. And if they learn how their mind works, and if they learn how to treat it, uh, they can be very productive members of society. They can have their minds together, a sense of objectivity about everything that they do and relativity as to how they're feeling regarding their moods and what is actually happening around them. And now how that pertains to uh, how you can help someone that might be in the grip of that, that's hard. I think the best thing that we can do is just to try to create a society. And I know this is rough because there's obviously a lot going on, but just to destigmatize these things. It's very common for somebody to have this. And it doesn't mean that their life is over. So if you already have these understandings and you start to have these sorts of symptoms, it doesn't have to feel like a death sentence. When I was first diagnosed 13 years ago, it really did seem like my life was at an end. And that was because of what society tells us and just the, the way that the wall comes up behind you and it puts your back against it when you find yourself in this predicament. But it's just a matter of understanding. If I had been told by someone like me before it happened to me, I would have been able to understand better what I was going through and not be so afraid and not be so close, frankly, to taking my own life. And luckily that didn't happen. And hopefully by talking about it, it can help make somebody else's life better. So again, this went a little bit longer than I wanted it to, but thank you so much for addressing it on the show. Have a great day. And thanks so much for, for talking about it. I really appreciate right, it. First of all, fuck this guy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that was I, great. yeah, I think he like kind of said yeah, it all. That's it. I'm still a little bit curious as to what to we do. should do. There was an article this week about Kanye to the point we've been making, which what do you do? What what do what about destigmatizing it? I like that he said that. But I yes, don't know how to go? I, about I think that. it is getting. I don't. Maybe it's. Here it's destigmatized. To me, it's at this point just another mental disorder or a mood disorder, whatever you want to call it. Um, I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a death sentence. I think it's a really, really. I think it's probably the worst mood disorder you can have. But Brody Stevens was bipolar, and we all knew it, and it was just part of. It was yeah, part of had, who he was. Yeah, but who he was wasn't it wasn't easy for him. No, know? no. I don't that's I like don't how he I don't think there's anything more any of us can do, but it certainly wasn't that stigmatized with Brody. Meaning we all just oh, were no. like, Oh, Brody's bipolar. Yeah, but the problem is in comedy, I feel like it's like give me your you're weak, you're tired. Like yeah. it's it's yeah. just a ragtag like place like you are fine, but yeah, you know, there's a guy I forgot his name, but he's paraplegic in a wheelchair, and mm -hmm. he also kills. It. He's really funny. Stephen Hawking. No, um, <laughs> uh, no, there's just I feel like you can 
have a major disability and still kind of be accepted. Like Josh, he has a huge speech impediment. Mm-hmm. If I first heard him, I'd be like, oh my God, this guy. Yeah. Okay. I don't even hear it. Yeah. You know, so I do find that the nice thing about comedy is you can be kind of fucked up and everyone will actually treat you however they want to treat you beside like besides that you know they actually do yeah there is the element of it's the thing like we'll make fun of you for it we'll make fun but of not you in it, a but way that like it's like yeah and i'm you. your like, shirt it's the yeah. so yeah bro it bipolar is a really really scary harmful um disorder but hopefully it just like anything at this point, it just gets more normalized every year. I guess I feel like we should just because we know what depression mm-hmm. is, even though people don't really know what it's like, but we get it. Depression, sad, yeah. blah, 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 anxiety, like, well, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. We all have like bouts of this, but bipolar disorder, I doesn't it kind of present itself. I know it has symptoms, but it can it's not so I don't understand what it is moody mood swings but that could be anything yeah it's chemical it's heavily it's heavy chemical mood swings i have no uh mania none i have no i i very i'll say i have very little mania sometimes i'll get a little you know megan megan the stallion i'll go crazy yeah but, it's like, but how it presents itself i i in the last 10 years have just assumed if someone's talented enough they're probably bipolar because mm. most of mark twain was bipolar mm. and the minute i heard that i was like okay that's everybody like if of course no one's that you just fucking start funny telling about yes people no should just admit that they're funny. Bipolar. yes the kanye's appeal is harnessed mania mark twain at his best is harnessed mania that list is long, by the way, of talent in a lot of ways is harnessed is a manic episode is a manic episode that's not so off putting to um it's not you know, you don't have a you don't say you're running for president. Yeah. You just say I am God. <laughs> or you, there are lesser versions too. of it. It's that's what I mean. Like then it's fine when he goes, I am God. As long as there's a beat, I don't, yes, it's a lot of Connie's albums are just manic episodes to a beat. So, but the problem, it, it just gets tricky when it's, it goes a little too far and like, and then it's football player did football at the wrong time. It's Kanye, Kanye at the wrong time or, or mania at the wrong time or whatever. So, but I think it's less stigmatized and I, Unfortunately, I think Kanye is Kanye's one of the first people who ever just said, I have it. Yeah. I remember Mariah Carey said she had bipolar two, and Catherine Zeta Jones said she had bipolar two. Um the two the number two, not yeah. T O. So I think the more people talk about it, the better. And it's just a tough one to deal with. Cause it's it's uh it's it's very demonstrative and what the drag queens call messy. Miss. Um, so, but that's helpful to hear about it. Yeah. Goodbye. Thanks. Brother. You want to read that first letter? You've got mail. <clears throat> Hi, Bianca. 
emailing to ask you not to attend the wedding in Austria. The last time you traveled, you got stuck because of the pandemic. How quickly and how quickly the situation changed. While everything may look stable now, 2020 continues to ask us not to underestimate it. You were upset when the feelers emailed concerns about your pandemic travels after the fact. And you said, hey, where were you guys before I traveled? Here we are. Please don't go and say something. Yeah, what you wanted. Well, no, here's the thing about that. Now, yes, thank you. I also didn't say like, I'm going, suck my dick from the back. I'm yeah. like, eh, I don't know, you know? Yeah. The same amount of I don't know I was. But about that, because we do really haven't addressed uh, my Irish situation in mm-hmm. a while. Let's be honest. You're all full of shit. You're full of shit. Sounds like you are saying suck your dick from the back. Neil's full of shit. How come? Everyone's... Because seven weeks into the pandemic, when it was unequivocally worse to break anything, what do we call it? We didn't. We didn't go off. We called it something cute, like marshmallow test. Seven week itch. I right. just, I'm itchy, and then no one questioned it. You didn't go and let's. You know, you didn't go visit your friend. You went to Ireland. You didn't get. You didn't go outside and break quarantine. You went to Ireland. Everybody went to Ireland, but. We were okay with it at that point. We weren't. I didn't go to Ireland. What are you talking about? <laughs> Everybody went to Ireland at some point when it wasn't cool to go to Ireland. Do you know what I'm saying? No. Yes. I have no idea what you're saying. I'm saying that like marshmallow test, seven week itch. You yeah. broke your quarantine, even though it was probably not a good idea. Even though there was more. I like virus. had a friend over. I think. Right, but what I'm saying is there was more virus. We knew everything. It was unequivocally more widespread than when I went. But you didn't sit there and scold yourself. Right. But it was, I, there's a difference between having someone to your house and getting on a plane. Right. But let's say what I'm saying is that everyone broke quarantine at some point and it's never gotten better. It's never been better than oh, when it's, it started. Yeah, this is where this is the July was the worst month we've had. Right. So the quarant- the pandemic has not got better in America yet. Everyone has broke quarantine to a certain degree. You know what I mean? You may Right, and it killed went, Herman Cain. It killed Herman Cain. He went to Ireland. All I'm saying is that when I went, we it was a pile on. But everyone eventually became but a hypocrite at some point. I think there's scales of marshmallow. And it Seven had, weeks was bad. One person... Having one person at my house, it was what I'm saying is it's not like what I did and what you did is the same. It was it was the same level of brattiness. It was like, I don't want to do this. I'm get, no. I have a marshmallow test. No. You and I are not the same. Okay, I'm just saying, no one wants to admit and that it's a it's a it's no like the difference between murder and jaywalking. You yeah, murdered, yeah, I jaywalked. right. There, me and the rest of the field jaywalked, well, you murdered. Okay, and the court, and if it pleases okay. the court, goodbye. Your Honor, you've got mail. Hey, Neil and Beal. Uh, thanks for doing what you do. Always look forward to the podcast and some level-headed realness in such tumultuous times. I'll try to keep my question short. No furthermores. Um, me and this dude go way back from being gross in each other's DMs to doing uh, lots of drugs and having crazy monkey sex. Uh, we're both hot people. <laughs> I like she said that. And have relatively public lives. He's normally an athlete that's paid to be on TV and stuff. And I am an artist of some esteem where people would pay for my travel because I'm talented, etc. This dude has a girlfriend who he seems to be positioning to marry. But he's totally cheated on her uh, before with me. Um, She doesn't know. 
I don't want to blow up a spot. And because of this, I had uh, taken an indefinite break from him, which lasted a few years. Cut to the present, where I'm preparing to move to a place out of town and looking to tie up all my loose ends. I let him know that I'm leaving and uh, down to have a recap of what's going on with me. And he immediately replies that he's free and down to hang. We have a great sober six-hour-long combo where I attempt to set up some good boundaries verbatim, uh, locking eye contact with him and saying, we are not fucking again, period. Which, right there. If you lock eyes and say, we're not fucking again, period, that's too sexy not to fuck. Right now, we're, I'm going to fuck you. Uh, I'm looking f- at the audience. I'm going to fuck you. We're not fucking again, hey, period. We're not fucking again. Repeat after me. We're not fucking a good parent. In anticipation of maybe having some friendship before I leave in about a month. Now he's texting me a lot. We're working out. I love that that's what healthy people do. Like we work out together. Uh, We did some supersets. I would hate to work out. The worst. You will never see me in a workout couple. And And I wouldn't doubt this dude would totally be raw dogging me behind the gym if I wasn't putting up my guard. Oh my God, raw. This broad's wild. Love her. Uh, we will never have sex. Problem is, I totally would fuck with this guy if I didn't have such a weird, if I didn't have such weird attachment issues. I feel solved because we totally have the dynamic where I do a lot of unpaid there before him, but he never seems malicious uh, just picking up on the obvious chemistry we had. Um, it's pandemic times and he doesn't really have much to do and he probably wants validation because his career is currently sidelined. Uh, have either of you guys had a sexual partner that literally felt that felt like the perfect match for your genitalia? I feel like I'm not mature enough to handle the situation, but it's interesting and shiny. <laughs> Thank you for everything. Stay safe. And Bianca, please don't go to Austria. <laughs> um, it's weird. Another one. Um, <laughs> she didn't say that. I think everyone on earth has had yeah. perfect genitalia matches. Oh, yeah. And uh, like I almost I'm not going to say that most relationships are that, but a lot of relationships are that where you're like, oh, ah, Do you have the like a one. I mean, I have one girl that was so crazy, but was so hot and it was such good sex that it was almost worth it. It wasn't. But boy, oh, boy, was it close. Yeah, there's. Yeah. <laughs> Like my mom listens to this. Um, yeah, yeah I, there's uh, yeah, there's a situation like that on my end, and it's yeah, it was attached to. I've had very close seconds and thirds, lots of seconds to to the one, but like the one was attached to someone I would never, I wouldn't even tell anyone. I even like no, I don't know him, not because he's. Not attractive, but no, I would never, yeah. ever. It's just, no. no, no well, no. that's a different, that's like a baghead. No, he's not. I don't know. It's like a weird, weirdly specific reason that I'm not going to share, but it's not for any weird, it's just, no, we would never, ever, ever date. Ever. I, by the way, I love those. <laughs> those are the best. There's no attachment. Like he yeah. would come over and I'd be like, after five minutes of talking, I'm like, yeah, okay. Let's yeah. get down to business. Yeah. I and I'm not like that. I don't really have hookups. Yeah. I don't like stuff like that. It makes me uncomfortable, honestly. Yeah. Uh, but when you have no attachments to the person and the sex is mind blowing, yeah. it's like it's well, brilliant. that's part of the attraction. Also, it's brilliant. The part of the attraction is like you stupid piece of shit. <laughs> you stupid idiot. I would yes, never. You are so. You, you are so not I my type of person. See my I have no day. respect for you. 
Um, you will not enter through the front door. I won't even follow you on, <laughs> on social media because uh, I'm so not into you. Uh, yeah, that's great. And I think you're smart. Cut for, it off. I think she wants to fuck him a little too, though. Yeah, but I also think. Because tie loose ends. Like what loose ends? You used to fuck him. It was good. He married some other girl. Yeah. There's no so point. So just either fuck him or stop hanging out with him. Yeah. Not like I do a lot of free things. Then don't. Get paid in dicks. You got mail. Neil and Bianca, I have a simple question. What movies should I start with? I'm a 22-year-old white guy from North Carolina, and I feel like I have a pretty good taste that I have pretty good taste in other genres of art, music, television, etc. But I've seen maybe two movies that made any impact on me. Am I missing something? Neil, I know you have a strong I know you have strong opinions regarding narratives, metaphor, and other movie buzzwords. So I'd like to hear your recommendations. Binks, I like your input too as well. We all know Neil can be a bit ellipsy, particular ellipsy and a period. So how niche fiche and what bunks? <laughs> Those kill me. Um, I wonder what he means, like just impactful movies. Just good movies? Yeah. Uh, I mean... Uh, the thing I always do is look, go on the nominees for Oscars. Yeah, start and there. pick the. Uh, it's screenplay is usually the better movie. Screenplay is the better movie. Um, to just watch the best screenplay. Yeah. Foreign and and domestic. I would I would say watch everything in the best foreign picture category nominees and winner. They're always so good. I've seen and, most and, of them. Yes. And then look at the director's other work if they have. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then you'll yeah. find, you'll start and finding like directors. A rabbit hole you really, that like, By oh, the way, cool. there's a really good podcast called rabbit hole um, from the New York times that I, someone recommended because they, people wanted me to point out that PewDiePie is not a white supremacist. Okay. And, who, who, uh, oh yeah. PewDiePie, oh, yeah. Uh, he isn't. Uh, yeah. But Oliver Are, said he was, and I trust Oliver over anybody. Okay. Um, and, uh, and so, but anyway, I've been listening to this radio uh, podcast from the New York Times called Rabbit Hole, and it's really good. Um, what is it about? It's about the internet. Okay. Oh, um, that's why you brought up PewDiePie. Yeah. Didn't um, understand. But. It's not about movies. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, there's also, did we talk about Letterboxd? No. There's a website called Letterboxd. I think it's cool. B-O-X-D. So it's super cool. Um, and it's basically a website with just lists of movies. Oh, cool. But it's ranking and go there, pick a genre, pick, watch the best ones. Also watch, I really love really specific genres too. Like once you, you can really find good shit that there's so many films. There's films that it's like restaurants in New York. Yeah. You could be like, this is the greatest restaurant, and I can have the greatest restaurant. On, and Yeah, and it's like, fine. Yeah, yours yeah. is very good, and so is mine. So it's a rabbit hole. But, but City of God. Start with City, City of God. That's good. Um, that's, if I just said, like, watch what I've... When someone said, what movie should I... City of God. Mine is always Lives of Others. It's like... Yeah, up. Lives of Others slow, though. It's so good. Who wants a fucking fast movie? Well, you, because you thought... No, not the house me. I lived in was three hours, and it was an hour and forty-eight. Right, I, th I, the reason why I thought it was three hours is because I was watching it with you. 
suck my dick from the front. <laughs> how about that? How about that? <laughs> um, dear Neil and Bianca, LSTNER, listener. Love I'm, uh, I'm writing in response to the email on the last podcast about the black guy in DC who's having trouble dating because women of different races perceive him as something he is not. I feel like I'm in the same boat and have some advice. Okay. 29-year-old Nigerian-American, born and raised in the suburbs of Philly, like your friend Neil was, hey, now hey. living in San Francisco. Hey, hey. I went to a private school through eighth grade that was 97% white. Uh, we counted all the minorities on our hands. Um, uh, was a mid-distance track cross-country runner in high school against my will. What? They made me do it. I'm kidding. Uh, went to a white suburban college and now am either and now living in a I am low living in a very white neighborhood in a very uh, white Asian city. I'm black, but you can immediately uh, tell grow up around white people once you start talking to me, though I'm attracted to women of all races. This has left me in sort of a racial limbo with how women perceive me in the dating world. Now, and then he he goes through litany black women. Because I grew up around white people and just come off the way I do, black women will talk to me but not be interested. It's always a, the disconnect with the way we vibe. Apparently, I come off with someone who only dates white women. White women. Yeah, there's a stereotype of white women being into black guys, but the actual stats don't line up with that. Read the book uh, Dataclism uh, if you want some proof. Uh, because interracial couples are still a thing, we look past 99 uh black black couples but point out the one black white couple we see most of the time the black guy is a professional athlete who won the genetic lottery and is making crazy money it's way less common among black guys uh, among average black guys in my experience i've heard quote i just don't date black guys quote i've already dated a black guy and quote i just assume you only dated black women i've never been fetishized by any white one remotely my age but at this point i'd take it um, look, we'll take men. We'll take it. However we can get it. If it's fetish, that's fine. Asian women. Again, I live in San Francisco. Asian women here date white guys first and Asian guys second. So black guys are typically not on the list. It's painfully obvious just walking around the city. And I've also talked about it with my Asian friends, uh, about how they've struggled with it too. These are smallpox blanket statements. Cue music. Mm-hmm. Uh, not saying no, no one will go out. You can turn it down. No one will go out. Not off. Just down. Uh, not saying no one will go out with me, just explaining some of the hurdles I've dealt with. Uh, so now here's the bit of positive news. Oh, okay. Uh, I've never been in a relationship, but the only two women who showed me true, genuine interest in dating me were both European, one Italian and the other Swiss. Both were white, so I'm not sure if that factors into this at all. The racial vibe felt different with them. Uh, it was very much more like we were just two people and not an interracial couple. I think it's because they treat race differently in Europe. For example, interracial porn from Europe is not labeled as interracial. It's just porn. Ugh. Can you imagine? I also remember uh, back to France winning the World Cup with mostly African players. And I think it was their coach who said something along the lines of they were born in France, so they're French. This guy's killing me. I don't know the details of European culture, but I'm just guessing based on my limited experience. He's killing me with this email. This email, I wouldn't. I like it. I have a lot of good info in here. No, this is fucking info wars. First of all, what? <sighs> Some highlights. I'm black, but you can immediately tell you, I grew up around white people when you start talking to me. Yeah. You know, I don't like a. I don't love a narrowly defined black. No, of course not. Blackness. But um, 
what the fuck? I didn't only grow up around white people. I don't have some, I don't know, strong accent in any cultural direction. So I, I just don't like that. Anyways, whatever. And then the it's like, he, he just, I don't know. I just feel like he's really, of course, they're smallpox blankets. And I get it. And how can we talk about something if we can't do it in a, in a blanket statement? But I really think he's uh, not giving anyone any credit here. Like... The only interracial, like, relationships with white women are the guy, you know, is a professional athlete. Like, yeah. I don't know what, what world he's living in. Well, I, I think what the world he's living in is the real world. Meaning, I think that we have a... I think he has a chip on his shoulder, though. Of course. But um, I think that in most places, it's, it is very rare to see a black guy and a white woman. Or a white woman and a black man. See, but that's the thing. The or, South, uh, there's uh, so uh, much... The, white man and a black woman. The, in the South, there's so much interracial dating. There's more interracial dating in the South. And that's like where all the racism is in our heads. Right. But I don't, th- I don't think there's... the. I, I happen to agree with this guy on a lot of this. The thing is, okay, for example, he's in, he's in SF. I'm from yeah. the Bay. Um, all the, there are so many black girls in SF that aren't like... You grew up around white people. I mean, there's so many hipster black girls, so many... Artist, I mean, just it just seems like there's such a variety of people in the Bay that I don't see black girls writing him off because they can they t- they could tell he grew up around white people. It's such a jump. He sent photos too because he said that last week. Oh, I, I did. think this is the guy. Can, who, can you pull up the photo? Will? I think it's the guy who said that he sent photos. But I don't. I don't. I, what I found here's what here's explain it to me because here's I what just I can't found in this letter. I found it. I find I could read about people uh, reading people's observations or hearing people's observations about race clearly is. Oh, I love it. I could listen to it all day and dating the rest of the day. Um, Oh, he's cute. Yeah. So more. um, Yeah, he's athletic. He's so. Yeah. Here's the thing, too. In San Francisco, there's so many more women than men. Which was always the problem with my friends. They were like, dude, like everyone's dated everyone. Like guys have it good in San Francisco. Oh, right. So I don't know, sir. I don't, I'm with him. And I don't, what are you with? he didn't have a question. What, yeah, because, I, 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 I co sign a lot of these observations. I'm not going to lie. I do co sign the Asian women. <laughs> well, of course, because you don't have a dog in that fight. So no, like, I now do. that's true. No, because it, I do in San Francisco. A lot of Asian women date white guys. Almost exclusively. Like almost legally. Right. <laughs> so, so I don't see a lot of Asian women with black men. I just don't see it. So I get it. I mean, this is all based on my fucking small public, smallpox blanket statements as well. So. Yeah. And it's not like I were any better than each other. But the like European ones, somehow, somehow Europeans are more like see black people for like less than just their color of their skin is so laughable. But they it, fetishize I know what you, dude. he means. But it's, they're fetishizing him. Italians and Swiss, surprised she wasn't Swedish. But there's also like, uh, uh, there's, there's, there's tomes of, of books, black guys going to Europe and having a different experience. A hundred percent. But it's, a, it's more of a, they're not sitting here being like, we're all friends. France, use France as the country. Mm-hmm. They're the pillar of fucking seeing black people for what they're worth and not their skin color. I mean, that, no. As long as they're not Muslim. 
Uh, wrong. Uh, so no. So I just. Anyways, this is this guy's experience. You know what? what yeah, am I to it's say? fine. Goodbye. It's, it's fine. fine. We have a whole podcast where we say our version. Our of this version shit. of this. Yeah. yeah. But I do think. Um, thank you, sir. I like you, and Bianca <laughs> thinks you're cute. You've got um, mail. Hey, Neil and Bianca. Last week on the app, you discussed workplace hierarchy and how this can play, play Down? out. Out. I no. work okay. in film and TV. However, I'm sure this can correlate to many industries. I consider myself to be highly empathetic. I'm not willing to do wrong by others to better my agenda at risk of how I feel in their situation. Uh, this has been to my detriment many times throughout my career. I try to remain unjaded and reject feelings of jealousy, but it runs thin. Seeing peers reach success through what I consider playing dirty, I don't want to devalue their hard work, but it becomes a tool to their advantage that I do not have. Uh, I think my ethics have value, and when the time comes, it will lead to the right opportunities. But as I age, less opportunity will present, uh, and this reflects financially. Um, I'd love to hear any thoughts you have as to how to deal with stretching your own moral compass to your advantage. <laughs> well, isn't that what life's all about? You stretch it, and then stretch you violate it. it. You cash stretch. in, and then you go, I really need to, may, I need to rein this moral code in. Um <laughs> This compass is all uh, uh, gacked up. Um, I got a gacked compass. Um, uh, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's the as I was reading this, I was thinking about politics. Yeah. Attracting petty people. And there was that thing this week where Louis Gomer was making his staff come in, even though he had coronavirus and they and like you can't wear a mask. Yeah. And they told and, them, and you can't wear masks. Yeah, like they, there's there's like pressure to not wear masks in on in Republican circles, right? Of course. And that's again a petty group of people, petty like showbiz petty, and that's another place where you see people abusing power. I mean, that's built around abuse of power. Politics is the abuse of power. Um, you use power to get money and and uh, pork projects for your for your district um so yeah i don't know i don't really know i i think you if you've got the right idea if you need money stretch it out um your compass i you try not to fuck people over but that doesn't mean that other people won't fuck you over right you just have to what's worth it and how good are you at compartmentalizing it's you got to be a damn good compartmentalizer, and yeah. you have to you, like. There's a trail of blood. Yeah. There's a trail of dead behind you. I yeah. know so many. I'm not gonna lie though. People who use and kind of are really opportunistic do and they well. succeed. They succeed. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. nice guys kind of don't yeah. finish first yeah. all the time. So it's really like, where's your line in the sand? Where's your where? Where are you? Where where are you okay with going? Yeah. Like how freaky are we about to get? Yeah. Can I put it in your butt? Can I suck your dick from behind? <laughs> and the, the side. <laughs> and the side. It just just figure out what you're comfortable with, and then go to that point. But if you push yourself past it, that's why that's why people get uncomfortable because they can't. They're I, like, I don't, I, you don't think people do things that they aren't out I of their. I don't think that showbiz brings out anything in people that they didn't have i disagree okay because that desperation to make it sometimes you have a moment of like fuck it 
Like sometimes we all have moments of like, ah, oh, fuck I'm, it. I, a moment, yes, but uh, a lifestyle or yeah. a, you know. Yeah. No, you're like, right. I, agree I didn't know who I'd become. I don't think it's. I did. I mean, I guess they're occasionally like I was against drugs and then I just got normalized and I started doing drugs. I guess there's those stories. Mm-hmm. Mm. You can get. Um, you, th- you can get used to shit. You can get used to. To the earlier conversations, you get used to everyone working for you. Yeah. And everyone always kowtowing and catering. And it, but then you get into, well, that's capitalism. There's ways around it. <laughs> you just, yeah. you just, there's ways to figure out a way to justify it. Yeah. You can, li- how, yeah. Can you lie to yourself? Can you lie? Hey, sir, can you lie to yourself? Sir. Uh, you don't even have to lie to you. You just, you just, you know, just, everything's justified. If I did it, it's justified. You're Nixon. Yeah. Um, so, you, but, but yeah, I don't think, that, I think if you're very talented, you can be incredibly kind and it won't hurt your career at all. You can be very talented and not be kind and be backstabbing and it can help your career. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I know a lot of really talented people. And some of them are nice and some of them are not to the people they work with. The list, you know, I don't, I don't know how much it's going to affect the outcome, but you know, that's, that's the, that's part of being adult. Goodbye. And that's on you, dog. You've got mail. This is kind of interesting. A longtime listener, comedy fan and Basil Ganglia research neuroscientist. Uh, I appreciate the shout out you gave to my baby, Basil Ganglia, on your thoughtful Instagram post regarding race. Uh, comedy yearns for more neuroanatomy. Comedy inherently boils down its content so non-comedians will like it, while respect from fellow comedians may take a backseat. How would you change your comedy content style if you were to perform solely for comedians? Ugh. Are either of you familiar with comedians who are too much of a comics comic without corresponding critical success? Uh, what yeah. the Sphinx thinks and what the real feel. Uh, P.S. The will is incompetent bit is one of my favorite parts of the show. Hey, fuck Great. you, man. There's plenty of that because he is what? he is incompetent. Suck it, my dick. Unlimited there's one thing will he is, content. It's not competent. Suck my dick. Uh, I, I'm pretty insidery. It has more to no. do with... I mean, I know what like Andy Kendler or Brody was super comics comic y or But no, but Brody still had a following in a documentary. Yeah. Whereas I feel like a documentary it's like, made by a comedian. Just, made okay, by Zach. But like I feel like it's like Kyle Dunnigan. Yeah. But Kyle's getting a big audience. He he has a big audience, but like not a name at all. No. Weirdly. Yeah. It's I think it's from the online skits. Yeah. But you'll, I'll like an online skit, and I'm like, before people were like, King, I'm like, is King back or King? Yeah. You know, it's like, you don't really always know, you know their face, but yeah. it's not like this name. Yeah. Who else? Oh, well, I don't think King Batch is a comic. No, comic. not King Batch. No. I just mean when you gain a lot of followers based on skits, it's not necessarily your name. It's like, I like the skit. 
Yeah. Whereas I mean, Kyle I has think, so many skits. Yeah. The thing that this guy's saying, by the way, the comics comic is more a white thing than a black thing. Meaning in black comedy, you have to kill. Constant kill. So you, the comic that black comedians like is the one that is crushes. Funny. But then, like, um, there's one comic, Dan and Green. Like, everyone loved Dan. And I don't know if you know Dan. No. But, <laughs> yeah. But, like, every like Dan was fun. Is that his name, Dan and Green? But I think it's weird. It's different rules. In Jamar black. Neighbors is a comics comic. Jamar's. That's comic. who's black. He's having a comedy He's show. having a comedy show in his He house. was like, you going to be there? I'm like, no, nah, I can't make it. And he's Never like, in a million I was like, uh, I will stand on the balcony outside your house. I mean, But I'm like, I'm not going inside. Yeah. Just to be supportive. I don't know. Yeah, that'll be all right. Um, uh, There are black comics. comics. It's more a white thing, and it's more like they get Andy Kindler being like the most popular one. He has a thing every year at Montreal where he shits on people. Um, I, I mean, my comedy is more intelligent. Base like you kind of have to be intelligent to think it's good because uh, it's not wet. It's not like no, it's not super wacky. But yours, I feel like comics will watch it and be like, they're thinking and they're engaged and they're like, that was hilarious. Yeah. Whereas it, they don't the run audience, away when I say something. They don't do no, the black no, no. guy run away thing. No black guy run away. Yeah. Whereas um, the audience is, you do a good job of also making the audience feel smart. Right. And they're like, <laughs> you just, it's almost like a magic trick where they kind of <laughs> they, think they it. did yeah. it too. Yeah. Uh, but I wish I was more, I wish I was wetter. Like really? I, I well, but yours is more unique. I, it is, it's what it, it's just, that's what it is now. There's not much I can do about it. But um, the, yours is more unique because not that many people have that dynamic. Whereas a lot of people like, yeah. Delia, I, yeah. I wish I was more like, performance Rogan. wise they're just so much more performative yeah like, i wish i was a better oh, performer oh, in that oh, regard. Oh. like a cartoon you did but it's hard to cartoonify my this who i am you did one bit where you're doing a like a fucking the samsonite stuffing mm-hmm. your stuffing your pe- yeah, d- yeah, yeah. dick in the woman yeah. yeah and that act out was so funny <laughs> i am putting you in the overhead yeah department. but you're like doing that yeah, no like, it's oh funny when God. i when i do fuck the stool it's great yeah, because you don't do those things, yes. so it's funny. <laughs> What's funny is people go, you don't do those things, but almost but every one of my it. jokes has one of those things. And right, like, but that one, then he did it again, which he never does. No, yours aren't flaily. That was the that's the most movement one. Oh, I don't like clucking my wing. I no, if I'm not, not getting like, a big enough laugh, yeah, I won't do it. But yeah, so Will is incompetent. <laughs> um, uh, this one. Suck my dick and choke. <laughs> Will goodbye. Um, you've got mail. Uh, this is a brother. His brother voted for Trump. Um, brother or brother? His brother. Her younger brother voted for Trump, and what she's supposed to do. I uh, I'll tell you what. You know that book I recommended last week. The um, the uh, effective communication skills. Is real. It's still great. I'm still listening to it, mm-hmm. and it's it it's so good in terms of just at any conversation you find yourself in, you just have to like stop and think, what am I trying to get out of this? And if it's persuasion, then you have to talk to person 
in a persuasive, equal way. What I realized listening to it is I talked to everyone like I was trying to communicate that I'm smart and you're dumb. Everyone. And wow, that's crazy because that's the truth. <laughs> I know from me the truth. I that was like my mo. Yeah, all was the time. Like, that's my mo. So then I'm smart, yeah. you're dumb, and when you do that, a people resent you, and b they they become dumber or they get defensive. Or you are so you have such a hairline triggered to like was that a i'm not as smart and then you pounce and then the person's like why are we fighting yes set just sets a bad precedent across the board how do you change that because that seems very ingrained uh, by stopping and going like what okay what am i trying to do what am i trying to do here and i noticed it i've noticed it the last two episodes here and i've noticed it with directing stuff like on zooms and we, I did do a scout and I had to adjust how I talked to you on the podcast because it was stressing me out. (laughs) Not like massively, but just, I realized that you, the way I disagreed with you, you were taking it as your, me dismissing your experience. And that's another dumb and I'm just like, why are we f- yeah. fighting? Because I'm not, in my head, I am i don't actually disagree with you. In like, I'm not trying to dismiss you. I just have a different way of looking at it. Yes. And how I was getting it across, you started calling me a contrarian. And I was like, what? like how the fuck are we, like how is this about yeah. my character? Like I just don't agree with him. But the spirit, I remember I was saying like, but I don't have to just kiss your ass on this podcast. Yeah. Like, blah, blah, of course. But then I realized that... I mean, you should, but you don't have to. Well, hello, Papa Bear. Um, But then I realized that you actually were... The way I... I don't know how I was describing it, but you were taking it as like, I'm dismissing your entire experience. Yes. Your evidence that you've collected over the years of this particular thing. And that's when I was like, oh, no. okay. But I like doing that. I like figuring people out. Yes, and I don't... I think there's a way to disagree that's not combative. I don't... I feel like we're fine. I don't think Yeah. I just I meant that was at the first few episodes. Yeah. I was like, oh, the, um, it's not working. The, the book, th- that's why I've been tweeting less. Cause I'm like, what am I, what am, what's my point? Neil, um, most what's my point? Student. Pretty, pretty amazing. We're not giving this enough. You should have, we should have. Well, cause I don't know how long it's going to last. <laughs> oh, fuck. Let's not <laughs> that's celebrate the, too I mean, early. That's what I'm saying. Um, um, but I have, I, well, anyways. What? I'm just saying I I like when you were talking about why you didn't tweet less. I I was like, we got to incur. This is great. Well, news. I'm trying. Yes, I'm. Tr- my news. worry is that it'll stop. The The good news about me is that I if I once I learn something, mm. I'm plagued by it. Oh, good. Well, that's good. Yes. Like vegan. Well, any of these things. I can't. I, I'm so Catholic that. Yeah. Hopefully. Catholicism, Jesus, Come I don't on. believe in you. But you if, abandoned if you him. just thought process, if you, I just need you on this one. Your son has been lost for years. Um, Goodbye. In have- closing, you've got hey, mail. Neil, have you planned at all for your death prep, burial, cremation, land plot, and a cemetery, etc.? Have you bought your headstone for your eventual death? I'd like to make a financial contribution on so your headstone will read R.I.P. King. 
if it's not already planned. I don't want to buy the entire headstone. <laughs> I don't want to pay that much. But engraving seven letters, I think I can swing. And it's if it's high, I can fundraise some. Um, best wishes. Hope this is fifty years away. I've got. I've not prepared. I don't have a will. I don't have a living will. Uh, can you make a will? I I do have to. I keep forgetting. Um, and, and you're like and to Bianca. My I couch. leave my my <laughs> cameras and my backdrops, <laughs> my weights, all the shit. You my Starburst. All the shit I, I like bought. Don't, can't uh, move. Of um, course, R.I.P. King. R.I.P. King. I uh, okay. No, that's all I have. I'm I'm not getting a cemetery. Cemeteries are the dumbest. It's they're Expensive. the dumbest, biggest waste of land. It's d- dead people literally going like, yeah, but me remember me. Neil, I do not agree with that at all. What the hell? Yeah, but you what mean? about me? They, they didn't space. do it. Someone did it for they, the most of the time. Cremate. Right? Cremate me. It's that simple. Some people don't want to do that But to you. you're going to remember me? You're going to come and give me flowers? That's for the people who are alive, not for the dead people. The, the dead people could do it. Right? Cremate me. Anyways. I went to a... Uh, I need space. Also, don't forget about my plot. My 12 feet by 8 feet. Go ahead. I wonder what happens when we run out of space to bury people. Stacks. Bunk. Stacks on stacks on racks on racks. Bunks. Um, so Binky's going to be my bunkie. My binky bunkie. <laughs> for eternity? No, thank yes, you. Yes, come. Um, I'll get buried for that. <laughs> Uh, so I went to this famous cemetery in Germany where like Karl Marx is th- mm-hmm. like all these interesting people. And one, there was an artist that was buried there and his tombstone just says dead. Uh-huh. And I was like, I like this guy. Yeah. Like, yeah, just, this is stupid. Yep. I'm dead. Yeah. Shouldn't Why are you here? Too far with the, it's tattoos. It's like, <laughs> this reminds me of, you can't remember that. On its own? When people get their name, it's a little like... Someone's name is... Miguel. It's for my <laughs> friend Miguel. You can't remember him? Unless it's on your fucking arm? Are you that dim? Or is Miguel that unspectacular? That you need a fucking billboard of him? That means on Miguel. 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 Um, Miguel. Yeah, so uh, they're stupid, and I'm getting cremated. You know what? I did learn at John Lewis's funeral that I think it changed things for a lot of my friends, which is like you can do your own speech. I can name a dozen people right now that saw John Lewis's funeral and were like, wait, I can do my own eulogy? Oh. Hit record. (laughs) And rolling, like, I'm zillion percent doing that. Yeah, I think I read somewhere that there was someone who, when they died, they like, uh, they made like a soundtrack to the funeral, and it was just them like, "Guys, let me out, let me out of yeah, here," or so something like that. Like, yeah. Yeah. no, oh yeah, it was it was a video online, yeah. uh, and the guy was just like, "Help, no, really, I'm," <laughs> and yeah. everyone's like throwing dirt on it and cracking up. I'm like, oh, that's so fucking funny. That's so funny. Yeah, that's that's how you die. Yeah, that's a death of a salesman. Bianca, we don't have to take this shit. No, we don't. 
No, we Thanks, don't. gang. See you all soon. Love you. We recorded this on Love Saturday, you. so if things happen that are great. Yeah, excuse us. <laughs> Goodbye.